Thank you, Officer Ripley. That will be all. Please, you're not listening to me. Kane, the crew member... Kane, who went into that ship, said he saw thousands of eggs there. Thousands. Thank you. That will be all. God damn it! That's not all! Because if one of those things gets down here, then that will be all. Then all this, this bullshit that you think is so important, you can just kiss all that goodbye. I gotta just kind of come up with something. I don't know. You gotta go on the fly. You yeah. hate being put on the spot. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I was not prepared. <laughs> well, consider this the fly. <laughs> go. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Phil. What up? <laughs> we are back after Justin's big win. Hell yes, man! Have you been gloating and gloating around town, uh, talking I, to the guy at the convenience store, Publix? Yeah, hey, you seen this? Everybody, I just this is a around. national award. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got all three of them set up on my table in front of the TV at the house, so I get to be consistently reminded of my triple victory. It was a good one, man. I yeah, that was re- fun, rewatching dude. it and listening to it. So yeah. we'll definitely do another one, uh, a speed round rematch. Yeah, after uh, listening to soon. it, like it definitely could have gone the other way if I got the other questions. It's same with Dave. I was listening to it, and it's just funny that Dave got like the JFK's head back into the left. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, would you have gotten that? Would you back have... into the left, I would have okay. gotten. Yeah, uh, but that first round... There, I think there was like twenty questions on the first round. Yeah. I think there was probably ten of them I didn't know. Yeah, you know, for Dave's or yours for Dave's for Dave's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's that coin flip, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that was with me keeping a lot of the old ones in the Marvels office. So it's yeah, uh, and, and it's not like if you had thirty seconds to think of each one, you'd probably get them all right. I mean, if you had time to mull it over. Yeah, maybe it's that whole. Shit, I got to answer now. Yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, no, that was fun, dude. Yeah, Freddy Krueger's cool. chilling with Jaws and ET. <laughs> <That's sweet. laughs> Anything exciting this week? Um, no, not really, man. Um, just back at the spa. Back at the spa. Yeah, and uh, possibly going fishing tomorrow, depending Maybe, on this yeah, weather. Yeah, this weather is always kind of up in the air. But I didn't think it was going to rain today. So <laughs> yeah, no, it was like I didn't think there was any chance. Yeah. And I get here and oh look, there's a seventy percent chance of yeah. rain. But it seems to have stopped. And the now. weather's been crazy. It's it's like insane up north. But I was wearing like a t-shirt last night throwing yeah. papers. Yeah, no, like it was nuts. Three in the morning. Yeah. So. That's Florida for you. Yeah, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, I didn't. Other than that, I've I've been doing yard work and uh, watching alien movies. Yeah. I was going to throw you for a loop and say we're going to do the American Pie films, but <laughs> let's do it. I could do a couple of those. I could barely do one. Uh, one time at band camp? Yes, yeah, I, I could do that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, since we're on a random subject off of that, I have to ask, I was very excited, when are we doing our next wild card? It's soon. It's uh, Dave's doing, uh, next week we have a Brian De Palma pod, the week after that we're doing the Predator pod, uh-huh. and then I think we're, uh, I don't... We're going to do like a, a, a comedy romance one, but it almost might be too difficult to uh, release it on Valentine's Day. It'll be around that area. Yeah. So, uh, so we might go wild card after The Predator. Dude, I've got the most epic wild card oh, pick. Nice. Like, I, I'm not giving any. Away. No, dude, it's literally, I've, I've saved it on my home screen. So oh, every nice. time I open Safari, like the extra window is there. These, so I don't like, forget uh, about it. 
older films or was that modern? It, no, I mean, 90s. 90s? Okay. Know, yeah, That's exciting. It, so there is a possibility. Have I seen it? Do you know oh, I've seen it? Oh, I guarantee it? you you've oh, seen okay. it. I, I don't think we've ever- I Even talked about it? I don't think we've- I think That's of crazy. all the years that we've been talking movies, yeah. I don't think we've ever mentioned There's a lot movie. of those, but they're, they're, they're usually the deep dive comedies or horror <laughs> or uh, sci-fi. Like I, That's what I'm going to try to do for my- uh, uh, wild cards too is pick ones that just are so random because I've been picking one up. I got, I I picked up a random one that I was gonna text my younger brother because I remember watching it with him like on HBO and when we were like little kids and it's called Chomps. Do you remember that? Huh. With the little terrier dog and it's a robot, so it's C period H period oh, no. Chomps. And I don't think I've ever and seen it's that. Valerie Bertinelli and some other TV actor. Really uh, garbage and it's just the the dog doing robotic things yeah. and saving the day and it was crazy, man. And I saw it for like two dollars the other day. I was like, holy shit, it's Chomps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many like deep dives I can go to. That's why I love talking to other uh, movie fans because you, you can know what uh how deep they can go when they throw out a random shit and you're like what if yeah. they throw out a last dragon quote or something yeah. you're like oh i can talk to this guy yeah. <laughs> chomps yeah. <laughs> yeah i've been buying movies like fiend too so that's awesome I've, there's so many movies i've realized i don't own oh, you really? know because if if it doesn't hit me uh i almost have to if i see a, a deal usually i do a, a, a i got a guy down in south florida who i you buy two discs uh, two movies, two dollars and sixty cents each, and they get a free one. Oh, nice! So literally five dollars and twenty cents, I can get three movies. That's awesome! And he'll throw up a random, like hard to find one, like Dutch. One day it was up there, and I was like, "Holy crap!" That's awesome! And uh, so if I got to keep my eye open because he doesn't care, he'll just throw them up there, and yeah. he resurfaces all of them, so they're all brand new when oh. they get to you. It's like insane how the condition they're on, so it resurfaces all. And I'm like looking through them, and just the other day I realized I don't own Gladiator. Oh, wow. I don't own uh, Letters to Iwo Jima, so I bought uh, both of those. I never saw that's that the one. Clint Eastwood War. Yeah. Remember he did those dual war movies. One yeah. of them sucked balls, which was Flags <laughs> of the Father, and the other one was really good. Letters yeah. to Iwo Jima. That was the black and white one told by the from the Japanese point of view. Uh, I think I've seen like bits and pieces. Yeah, of that really one. good. So yeah, I've I've got like 16 movies on this way. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But ones I'm surprised I hadn't known. But movies I have owned and I've owned for a long time. <laughs> I have one of the best sets of the Alien films. It at the time it was expensive as fuck, and I think you can get it now for thirty bucks or maybe even twenty bucks. But mm. back in the day, it was like a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Was the ultimate Alien quadrilogy is what they called it. You had to buy you had to buy Prometheus and Covenant separately because it came out that long ago. But right. it was uh, Blu-rays were just kicking it, man. And so it's an incredible Blu-ray set. And each one of them has an isolated music score. So you can go in there and you can just put the score on and listen to it. It pisses me off. I've had the older discs that had that uh, feature on it too. The Blu-ray feature pisses... The only thing bad with the box set is they have... uh, they have a big title uh, sequence or a title card on the screen during the isolated movie score that tells what movement it is and everything instead huh. of just enjoying the imagery on there. Yeah. I have to have that on the screen and I can't take it off. Piss huh. me off. So each disc comes with that. Each disc comes with commentaries, but there's two discs of 67 hours of special features. Oh my God. 67 hours. And I've, I have watched them all, not recently, but when I first got it, wow, I was like, I'm just going to spend three days watching special features. That's and it was insane. It was awesome because especially with like the aliens when you have uh th- those first four were it 
It's my favorite franchise mm-hmm. uh, ever is the Alien franchise. And those first four movies were epic, epic. And I thought Prometheus was really good. Covenant, I had problems with it. I This week when I rewatched it, it's only the second time I've ever seen it. So yeah, I, I, I only saw, saw the that theater. in the theater and I saw it in the it. theater and I was like, oh, man, I have some issues with it and everything. So I revisited it and it was right after I watched all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And there were good quality stuff about it. They, they, they lost the mark at a bunch of different stuff and repeated stuff that didn't need to be repeated. Sure. Everything. But we'll talk about that when we go in there. But those first first four alien movies man being directed by all four different directors is what really helped it oh yeah and i think that's what hindered covenant prometheus i have no problem being uh, directed by ridley scott he did the original yeah but they should have had someone else coming in for covenant uh and i'm still waiting for a sequel because we have the the timeline here which is going to really help us you can't go straight down the list you really should start at prometheus mm-hmm. and then go back up to alien because that's where it's like uh consecutive so when we talk about each of these movies we'll talk to you about when what year they came out and what year it was supposed to be at that time because yeah. a lot of people forget that like 86 and 92 were both aliens and alien 3 and those took place in the same year 2179 and there was a Massive jump to Alien Resurrection, and nothing has been after Alien Resurrection. Yeah, so that's where I would go, especially mm-hmm. if you have Sigourney and you have Winona Ryder. Uh, and that's all you would need. I wonder where, and I'm sure you know Ron Perlman too. Oh yeah, I, I wonder where like because I mean I know we're not mentioning them now, but I wonder where Alien versus Predator falls on the timeline. Yeah, I tried to look that up, and they were very kind of sketchy when it was, uh-huh. and it kind of. Uh, I think it was right after Alien Resurrection, maybe. Maybe you can do a little research. Yeah, I'll see sure. if I can find that. Uh, because I, I was interested in that. We're going to be talking about Alien Resur- uh, or versus Predator on our Predator pod, which comes up in two weeks. So if you're interested in that movie, wait for, for, for that to happen. But... Uh, I love the just some overall alien kind of stuff before we get into the uh, the meat of these things. Every good franchise, especially when you're dealing with an evil corporation, it's always good to have like a name behind it. So ever since the beginning, it's always been the Whalen yeah. Corporation, and it's not as flashy as the Umbrella or uh, all these different. Uh, I mean, every good horror movie or action movie has an organization that you're kind of fighting against. And the Waylands was great. And not until all the way until Prometheus, it was just a name on the wall. Yeah. It was on the, the construction equipment and everything on their like uh, their lapels with their uh, with their names are. It would say Wayland Corporation. And yeah. It. So well, he not he, until Prometheus. Prometheus put a face on it with Guy Pierce. I thought uh, Alien 3. Alien Three, you got to see the uh, the Bishop robot show up at the end. But other than that, and with some troops. But other than that, you didn't get to see the Wayland people. That really? was a rescue team that showed up. Huh. See, and and I'm not trying to take us into the Predator universe, but, yeah. but in um, in Alien versus Predator, mm-hmm. the what's his name, Lance Hendrickson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, plays Wayland. It's interesting, but that definitely came out before Prometheus, which is why they did did that. I guess he yeah, didn't end up being a robot in that at all. He was no, he was Wayland. he was the actual. No, no, it's guy. weird that they. Yeah, it makes sense that they would because he was such a major robot. Why wouldn't they make him in his liking? Yeah. So it's weird that they they must have just wanted to go a little younger because Lance Henriksen's pretty old. Yeah. And when they went with Michael Fassbender, who did. Uh, uh, not Michael Fassbender. He played the David Robot. So that would but, uh, make Guy Pierce. That would make Alien versus Predator probably before the entire Alien timeline. Because they were still on Earth in that movie, um, Earth. They but they referred to Earth. Well, Earth happened in one, obviously one and two. 
there were moments. One, in what, there was nothing on Earth. The only really element of Earth we've seen is in Aliens, and at the very end of Alien Resurrection. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember on the Alien Resurrection, they were they were headed to Earth, and he was just like, I'd rather stay here with the things, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I always assumed that Earth was, because I was ref- talking to my girl last night, and they were like, this movie takes place in 2381, and they're still, they got boxing gloves and, uh, and basketballs. And right. I said, well, I always went with the idea that Earth didn't create new shit because the Earth went to fuck. Right. <laughs> like early, early on. So yeah. you were kind of stuck with what you had. Yeah. Uh, when you're like riding in space and putting it's stuff together. Deck of cards missing the nine hey, of diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I always liked about the Alien franchise. You know, the corporations, the, the grittiness, the blue-collared worker type uh, mentality with it. Yeah. And then you had sim- you have these certain actors that will thread throughout of them. Obviously, Sigourney Weaver is the face behind the Alien franchise. Oh, oh definitely. Man, I absolutely loved her uh, in these. She was nominated for an Oscar for number two. That's crazy. I, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. I mean, until you know, recently. It, but, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, she should have been nominated for Alien Resurrection, in my opinion. I thought she went to some crazy levels. When we go into that, I'll talk about yeah. it. Uh, and then, obviously, the Bishop character carries through to this, and it's really the only carry through to uh, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, the Michael Fassbender character uh, carries through to both of the prequels. So yeah. uh, I'm really interested in where they're going to go from here. If they're going to go, I would love to see it go after Alien Resurrection, after 2381, because we've seen the two, uh, the prequels, and they're all right. But I mean, when you look at the timeline, they're almost caught up. I mean, that's like, uh, what is that, like 18 years? Alien Covenant ends, and then 18 years later, Alien starts. Right. So that that's where we're going to start here. We'll start at Alien, and we'll work our way back. Alien 1979, really the only one that can be considered a balls-out horror movie, really, yeah. even though there is some horrific elements. It kind of just became action after that. It really did, Yeah. which I have no problem no, with. No, no, they did a I great mean, job. It's, it's hard to be too action-packed when you only have one of them running around, too. Yeah. And these other ones, there's tons of them running around yeah. in each one of these. So. Uh, I remember, see, a lot of these, a lot of from Alien, I probably saw on Terror in the Isles, that mm-hmm. compilation horror movie that we watched a lot as we were younger. There were so many of, like, the killer scenes that I saw from horror movies on there before I even saw them. That's why I always yeah. consider that the greatest movies. You just get all the great clips. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can guarantee you I saw this with my dad. Not in, not in the theaters, yeah, but, yeah. you know, first Oh, I time remember I watching number number two with my dad. Me, Dave, and might have been my younger brother, too, but it was definitely my dad and me and Dave stayed up, like, until midnight to watch it on HBO when it was premiering. Uh-huh. Uh, we loved it, man. It was so good. Uh, but going back to Alien, what's great about all these films is the, the actors that are in all of them, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sigourney Weaver was green, man, I mean, coming into this movie. And she probably is on my, I'm sure I put her on my badass bitch. Uh, character uh, arc. Character pod that we did. We did one where it was kick-ass women or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even have to look at my picks to know that I probably picked Ellen Ripley up there because I still think she is. Even when you watch her, because she becomes badass. And not oh, as, yeah. like, blatant All the way as, through. Like, uh, as Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Well, that was what's interesting about Sigourney's arc. And only being in those four movies uh, is that the arc is insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, to the point where in the first one, and obviously we're going to spoil these movies when we talk about them. Sure, yeah. uh, These aren't movies that, if you haven't seen the Alien franchise, uh, you should 
hold off listening to the story. <laughs> Watch them, though. I mean, it's freaking phenomenal. Yeah. But uh, when you see her going from, and, and she was never, like, mild-mannered and weak. You know, right. uh, unlike, like, Linda Hamilton in the first one. Linda Hamilton was clinging on the back of the fucking bike with uh, with uh, uh, Reese and Reese, all, all yeah. that other shit. And then we got to see her make that transition, which was a great transition to see her make, but it was, like, a completely opposite. When we watch Alien... Remember, I, I think of the scene, and uh, we'll go through as much as we can, but uh, the scene where where John Hurt gets the uh, face hugger oh, yeah. on, on his face yeah. on the planet, LV-237. Maybe. LV <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it's LV-something. Uh, so they go out there. They find the alien. Uh, they find the eggs. He leans over the eggs like we yeah. see so many times. The face hugger comes out. One of the H.R. Geiger is the person who designed the alien. And, and if you pull up his work, it's it's weird and it's crazy. I'm and sure it's all it alien. It also has a, uh, it, it seems like it's very sill from uh, Species because he does that too. Oh, okay. That's why they're very similar uh, mm-hmm. in their designs and everything. And uh, when the face hugger gets on, and they're just rushing to get him back on the ship. Yeah. And she's the only one that's like, no, we got to, there's a quarantine yep. thing going on here. You could contaminate the rest of us <sighs> or anything. And she would not let him on. And she is like screaming and yelling and taking charge. Man, right then when you realize, oh, this is a badass bitch. And she's, yeah. she's not going to let them do it until she's overridden by Ian Holm. Yeah. Not at this point, we don't know he's a robot. And it, it's interesting as we go on with the Alien movies, it, there's a robot in like every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, and even in three where it was a partial robot they still had to just plug bishop in yeah uh but <laughs> that was always a great element always um bled this uncomfortably semen looking <laughs> and everything <laughs> I, my wife is like are we watching aliens again i was like this is the fourth alien movie we're watching <laughs> so keep up yeah and at one point she's like what the hell is that coming out of them <laughs> I was like, it's it's android blood, I guess. That's how I like to deal with it. Yeah. Android ooze. (laughs) But yeah, when she's... so Ian Holm like overrides her and lets her in and everything, and that yeah. at that point there's like a feud between her and everyone else. And but even with her going opposite Yafat Kodo and uh, Harry Dean Stanton when they're, I love those two characters. Oh the yeah, blue collar workers who just bitched about their pay. Yeah. and bitched about the work they had to do. It seemed very authentic. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like just go out there and complain about not about the company not giving you and, and her being like kind of the upper level. And I remember remember they're like arguing over the steam. And she's like, you're going to get exactly what you got coming to you. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what? I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good, man. Uh, Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt brought a lot of uh, great credibility to that, yeah. to that leader. That's an, also an ongoing theme where they identify the kick-ass leader and they kill him off early. Yeah. You know? yeah. Because that's what happened in Alien Resurrection with Michael Wincott. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Michael Wincott's going to live through this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you never know who's going to be. That's the exciting part of it. Yeah. Um, what were some of your favorite things with Alien? I mean, we obviously the face, uh, uh, the uh, chest scene with John Hurt. Yeah, and, probably the most replicated. And maybe this was on the bonus footage that you mm-hmm. watched the sixty-seven hours. Yeah. I can't believe. <laughs> but I actually just read something the other day. Um, who's the Who's the lady that freaks out in that scene? Yeah, uh, uh, Na- uh, Cartwright. Uh, Is it what, Nancy? No, not Nancy. That's the Simpsons girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, something Cartwright. What the hell's her name? Uh, anyways, she was in the Birds and. Um, Anyways, when they did that scene, mm-hmm. they didn't tell her oh, yeah. what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so we've said a hundred times on this pod, like, oh, nobody freaks out like she did in this scene. Oh, yeah. 
she really freaked out oh, yeah, in yeah. that scene. So like yeah. that made that scene like a hundred times better to know that they did that, and that was like her real fucking yeah. reaction. People watching like, this have to take the year into kind of account. Oh, 1979, yeah. man. There was yeah. not a whole lot of special effects going on. That Obviously, uh, Star Star Wars had happened, but Star Wars is a very light kind of uh, uh, family-type movie with people in rubber, people in rubber suits. Not that the, uh, the alien wasn't somebody in a rubber suit, but it was done specifically for gore. And right. the act of something... Let's just talk for a second of what's going on with the face hugger, you know, because it's very disturbing when you actually break it down oh, what yeah, the hell's dude. going on so these parasite creatures are living in these eggs and they Veronica can't... Cartwright so Veronica I had Cartwright, to get it yeah. yeah I knew it was Cartwright and then uh, so you've got these eggs with the parasite in it and they need a human host they cannot uh, replicate without a human host yeah to the point in number four which is disturbing on itself they actually are shipping in human hosts yeah. and, like, <laughs> on the ships and everything as cargo just for this purpose but when somebody exposes their face to it it leaps out it literally takes uh, part of its body and injects it into your down your throat and basically face rapes you yeah. <laughs> impregnates you and the alien grows underneath your rib cage and yeah. when it's at that point oh. where it's going to be born it just bursts through your chest oh, God. and then it it grows at a crazy level. Yeah. Like, like I've, I thought my cat grew a lot in a year. <laughs> <laughs> These things, it's like ours. These yeah. things are better in there. And in the original, at least, was interesting. They didn't have it as much in the, the sequels, the shedding. You know, you did find it, in, you did see it in three. Yeah. In three, when they were doing the cleanup and everything, and he was lifting like, stuff up. Gross. Uh, yeah. And you would see stuff like that. Uh, but forget- I love that it was like shedding. Yeah, well, and and you can't forget like one of the fucking most incredible things about them is that they have acid for blood. Yeah, oh, so God. that will go through the hull. Everything, <laughs> everything. It will go through everything. Yeah. like and we never actually see. No, there there are moments where intentionally they are going through the hull, but I'm surprised that most bad stuff that's happened luckily happened on the third or fourth floor. Yeah, and yeah. They kind of minimized by. Well, and they they, they say at some point like you know oh it stopped on this level yeah, yeah, or on, whatever. On, Deck but like, five or yeah, whatever but it was. Yeah. Still, it's like ten decks. It's like, crazy, come man. On, man. Like, so the the first one was basically just establishing all these characters, and it was slow. I mean, it was a the, yeah. it was a slow burn. No, like you said, it was it more of a horror movie. Yeah, and then obviously you, when they when they found the planet and they. It, this is it repeats in a lot of these things. Some of them it doesn't. Obviously, uh, the next three uh, it didn't. But they they kind of capitalized with Prometheus and Alien Covenant on a couple different things. Like, oh, we've wandered in onto this planet because of a distress call or some other reason. Uh, yeah. a beacon is going off, and we go there, and obviously we don't know exactly what we're dealing with. But we think we might make some money, so yeah. let's go. Well, that's the it thing. Out. I mean, the company is always evil, and like with this thing, once they realized oh it's got acid for blood and it's we've we're dna uh, syncretizing these things and we're realizing that this thing is like uh is, is super powerful yeah so the company from the get-go of this franchise wants it for a weapon capture it yeah, yeah. they want to capture it yeah. they want to study it they want to yeah. make it into a weapon uh and we realize how that happens and that, then you got sigourney weaver going into that room with all the freaking oh. uh, creatures of her yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah there, but. but the other thing <laughs> i can't forget to mention is the second mouth oh, that comes out. Oh, the second mouth, like, man. Oh, man. From the get-go, too. That wasn't a late kind of thing that came yeah, out. Yeah, no. And it was, that was always Geiger's kind of idea that it was a mouth within a mouth, which was great. I yeah. mean, they really worked it well, and well the, in Aliens. The power and force behind it yeah. to just go through somebody. Yeah, it'll like, go through your skull. They, yeah, several times, dude. they'll just see that thing. It's like a punch. I know, It just punches dude. through oh, your skull, man. and then they just... 
destroy And then they've it. got those barbs on their tails. Their yep, tails the are like tail, freaking knives. Like There was a great moment in uh, Covenant where it showed it cut somebody in, in half. And I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot with the tail as much as they could. I, I think they put out all the stops at the end of Aliens when she was in the uh, the the machine. And the thing's flopping and, around. And the, and she's got to move her head to get away from the mouth, and yeah. then the tail's hitting her from the side, and yeah. you get that good clang noise and yeah. everything. We should mention, yeah, Rid- Ridley Scott is, uh, like I said, four phenomenal directors have have dealt with the entire fr- uh, uh, Alien franchise, with the exception of the Alien vs. Predator. I'm not sure who did that one. That might have been... Uh, 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 the Anderson, Paul uh, Anderson, I think that who did that. Sounds right. I think he did the Event Horizon and the uh, and the Resident Evil movies. I think that was the guy who was in charge of Alien vs. Predator. But you have to check that out. Yeah. Um, so after, <laughs> I, I love when he the the thing that goes on once the face hugger is on you. So the face hugger is on you. They realize that they can't take this thing off. Remember, they try to take it off with the forceps and it just, it tightens, tightens around its throat yeah. because it's got its, basically his his alien dick down your throat. <laughs> but then you've got a, uh, his tail is basically wrapped around your throat and yeah. if you fuck with him, he will tighten it up. Yeah. So they were like, eventually they were like, we got to cut it off. You know, and they were like, we, we, we're going to take that responsibility and he says, I'm going to have to. And that's when they realize the alien blood. Right. And it goes everywhere and they got to go, and they were like, well, we're going to have to freeze him or we're going to have to uh, do something. Put him to sleep. Before yeah. they even know what the hell they're going to do, it falls off. Yeah. And he wakes up like they, I think Sigourney's on a different deck or something. She gets a call and they were like, hey, can you come down to the deck? Or, or maybe might be Dallas, who's the Tom Skerritt uh, character. And then they show up and they're just greeting him and yep. talking hey, to him. Hey, what's up? And, How's it going? <laughs> yeah. Let's have some food. Yeah, let's have some food. I mean, uh, obviously redone in a lot of movies. This is yeah. and, and obviously Spaceballs. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> Getting honey. John Hurt back Hello, for that yeah. was just classic because that wasn't that long. It was only like five or six years afterwards. He was wearing the same suit and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Amiel's my ass. Give yeah. him some Pepto Bisball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then that whole scene happens, man. And like Justin said, the 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 reaction, obviously, real reactions. Everyone was shocked. That's at what awesome, happened. dude. And I I describe it when we were watching it the other day. When it happens, it's like seeing a roach right by your refrigerator and not getting to it in time. Yeah. But at least in my house, I have to move, move that. I'm moving that refrigerator <laughs> or my wife's not sleeping. So I will not. I will kill anything with my hand. Yeah. Uh, if it looks like, ter- if, if I have the foresight, I'm, I always wear socks in the house. I'll take my sock off, put it on my hand, yeah. boom. But I don't care. My wife drowns roaches in like Windex <laughs> and I'm like just squish it and it, I'm, I'm not happy until I feel it squish under my hands and that motherfucker I need to know he's dead yeah <laughs> and that's exactly what I think when I see the alien movie they, they all just stare yeah. at it as it goes off and you're like oh we gotta go catch that fucker now yeah and obviously they were thinking oh well it's not gonna get bigger yeah it's tiny whatever <laughs> it's no it is deal. yeah it's kind of cute you know I mean maybe yeah <laughs> the he different had a little light. top hat and a cane on <laughs> maybe with a different light we could yeah. all get along <laughs> I don't think we're looking at this right now. So is the first thing that he gets, though, the cat? Because he's still kind of growing? Um, no, the cat never dies. Oh, the cat doesn't no, die. No, no, no. The cat's okay. just there as a foil that kind of gets Harry Dean Stanton That's killed. what it, Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so th- then it becomes like a balls-out horror movie. You know, he is. they have to literally search all these uh, different uh, places for him. They, they break up into little groups. Uh, and one of my it's favorite scenes. First mistake scenes, right there. Yeah, yeah, small groups. But... 
I love when Dallas decides to go down with that. It's it's like a um, pulse meter, which will distinguish if there's movement in the air anywhere uh-huh. around you. Uh-huh. So he can tell when he's getting closer to it. And it's just that that repetitive beeping sound and everything. And Veronica Cartwright doing what she does best is just freaking out. Yeah. So I, that's one of my favorite scenes is him going deck to deck. And they were like sealing the doors behind him and everything. And I, I love it because at some point, Tom Skerritt gets freaked out. Yeah. He plays it really well. He's like, you know what? I want to get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) And then right at that point, uh, Veronica Carter's like freaking out. It's right behind you. It's right behind you. And he turns around and stretches its arms out. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. And that was like the first jump scene where you saw it. Yeah, well, you didn't expect it that big. Yeah. yeah we oh, were like, man. holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I thought. There's a distinct possibility I saw two before one, like the full uh, movie. I'm not sure. I think probably uh, I did, because, too. Uh, two came out in 86, Yeah, uh, which is such a phenomenal year for movies. I've realized that uh, just going through all my stuff. 1986 is a great year. Big Trouble in China, same thing. <laughs> had a big fox year. I Fly. Fly was also 1986. Fox had a big year, specifically. Yeah. Uh, so then they got to continue to break off and obviously keeps picking them off. Harry Dean Stanton, like I said, he goes after the cat. Once he uh, the cat's like hisses and realizes, oh, shit, this thing's are, are behind me. And yeah. that's when all the chains are hanging in there and everything. And then it grabs him and just destroys him, man. Pulls him up, uh, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a great scene in the special edition. Yeah, pulls him up a little bit and kills him. Uh, there's a great scene in the special edition. Not many elements in the first Alien uh, had to be cut for a time or whatever other reason. So mm-hmm. the special edition had little bits and pieces but not too much the big one was you you saw the um you saw the guy in the alien suit do like almost a somersault when he was on his way over to harry dean stanton Mm. uh and freaked out and everything and then stood up and you saw a full effect of him instead of just from like the bust up so yeah it it was noticeable to me because i've seen it so many times but it probably went by most people Uh um should also mention that uh jerry goldsmith did the music for this first one it was phenomenal the second one is my uh done by james horner who is my favorite composer of all times probably my favorite score of all time is aliens but alien had a really good it set the tone with elements that they had to obviously use in the second one because it felt alien yeah I mean, that alien kind of noise and theme. So during this whole thing, we ha- we should go to the Ian Holm robot thing. And Ian Holm, who obviously was famous in a lot of the Terry Gilliam movies, and he was uh, Bilbo, you know. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, Bilbo yeah. Bilbo Baggins. Uh, and he was great in this movie. He got to use his British accent in the movie, and not until halfway through it do you realize that he's a robot. Even before you realize he was a robot, you realize he was a scumbag because he was end up communicating with, uh, we should mention too, that all of the movie's uh, computer systems are referred to as Mother. Oh, that's except right. Except yeah. for the last one. I think Covenant, it was referred to as Father. Really? I, they must have. No, I think it was Father in Alien Resurrection. So literally, I guess they had Mother for so long and Mother fucked it up and so they had to go to Father <laughs> in the last 200 uh, in Alien Resurrection. So uh, he was communicating with Mother and communicating with the people back on Earth, realizing, uh, like doing back channel deals, saying, hey, we have to uh, preserve this. Uh, this face hugger and not kill the alien and uh 
we want it for our weapon system type of thing. It, it wasn't as nefarious as the second one where they literally are trying to impregnate people to bring yeah. them back there, yeah. which is really bad. <laughs> this one, they were just trying to bring like the alien or the face hugger back just uh, for research purposes. Uh, but they weren't going to save the people on the crew. No. They, Sigourney Weaver like looked at over his head like where he's at the computer screen and figured out, that, oh, we're all fucked and this guy's the reason we're fucked. Yeah. And he ends up ejecting like some of the... Uh, he does something to the ship. I can't remember what he does to the ship. And it, uh, that was the reason they have to like abandon at yeah. one point. Realizing at some point they realized they didn't have enough uh, room in the lifeboat for everybody and they just had to wait 10 minutes. <laughs> that problem kind of fixes <laughs> What's it, the office space? We just fixed the glitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have that really weird kind of almost uncomfortable scene where um, – Ian Holmes, before we even realize he's an uh, he's a robot, attacks Sigourney Weaver, and like throws her across the room. And then remember he he like rolls up a magazine and puts it in her mouth. Yeah, and is trying to like choke her to death with a magazine. Yeah, it's, it's such a random kind of tool to use to kill somebody until you realize it's a robot. You're not you're. He, maybe he's thinking I have to make it look like she wasn't bludgeoned to death or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, had one of the neck huggers on her or something. And so he's trying to kill her, and then Yafa Koto comes in with like a, a fire extinguisher and and nails him in the head, and it splits his head off. That's right, like, yeah. half of his body, and then he starts spinning around, and white stuff starts spewing all <laughs> over the place. Two weeks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> the white stuff starts spewing everywhere, and then they're just talking. They were like, "Holy shit, yeah. Ash is a robot." Yeah. Who the fuck knew? Ugh. And they were. I like that the fact that they and they've done this several times. Too, where they've turned the uh, robot back on after mm-hmm. they've like uh, fucked him up, yeah, and, like reconnected some of the things, and now you're gonna talk to us. Yeah. And, this is where he's like, "This is a perfect organism. Everything else is expendable." Yeah, and sorry, this yeah. is what's gonna happen, Ugh. and then they just get pissed and kill him a second time. Yeah, <laughs> and then they realize, all right, we gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, no, I mean, because as a creature, it is. It's it's perfectly designed. Like yeah. it, it can. <sighs> take over worlds oh yeah like, it's it was know. well scripted the 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 whole origin and the stuff behind it and these little you need those little things like the acid for blood yeah. i mean once you hear that i'm like acid for blood and then their babies rip through people's chests <laughs> and shit like well, who the hell came up with this I, shit? Know, right? I said but i'm in yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so then it goes goes all the way down to like them trying to flee to the lifeboat and uh remember she has to go back for the cat she grabs the cat she brings it back in and everyone dies but her getting yeah. to the lifeboat. And she's actually trying to turn off the cooling units at, because she, she doesn't think she has enough time. And then she realizes she can't turn it off. She's just got to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And we think the movie's over. She yeah. decks herself. The whole thing uh, implodes and everything. She hangs on. And she's she's back. She's talking to the cat. She's prepping her, like, uh, cryo tubes yeah. and everything. And then suddenly realizes... Boom. I'm not alone. I'm not alone in yeah. here. You see, the, and when you watch it a second time, you could see the head. Yeah, no, but it's, it's awesome. It's us, so but. awesome how they just kind of blended it yeah. in, though. His, like, his arm just flops down. Yeah. And she screams. Yeah. Man. Oh, and fuck. then, I mean, vulnerable as shit. She's in like uh, like little 70s a, underwear and, and a, everything. And, and she's a just, half cut t shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like. So she basically like uh, backs up into a closet yeah <laughs> and while she's in the closet she's like keeping an eye on him but she's putting her suit on because she realizes that, hell the only thing I'm going to be able to do is uh, is eject him out into space yeah so she is very luckily this thing just didn't jump out there and fucking attack her and everything it was it was letting her make her move uh, yeah I think it was just kind of like well I've got you in here yeah. I'll just save you for later you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you go ahead and take a nap <laughs> 
I'll wake you up when I'm ready. Yeah. Like, but she slowly gets out of the, the room. She's in her suit. She she gets in her chair. She straps herself in, man. And then she ends up, uh, there's like a pulse of air that she's able to push that kind of aggravates him. That yeah. forces him out of there and everything. Yeah. And as she has her head turned, you can see it from the side about to attack her. She just, man, she just knocks out that door. And uh, it... And then she hits it again with like that grappling type gun in the chest. Remember? Oh yeah, and it ends up hanging on. To, yeah, uh, behind the thrusters and everything until she like blows the thrusters yeah. and just fries <laughs> that shit. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, that's how you end the movie. That's fine. Yeah, and that and that was the first one. Yeah, <laughs> and and well, one of uh, Ridley Scott's best movies. I mean, it's for most people, it's kind of an argument between that and Blade Runner is what is the best um, uh, Ridley Scott movie. I, I love a whole slew of them. Yeah. Um, this next one, though, they got they waited just the amount of time. They got just the right director for it. In my opinion, it's the best sequel ever made, and it's it's on my top ten list of wow. f- of films. Wow. I absolutely love Aliens, a nineteen eighty six man. Was it? It's only seven years later, man, and they just went balls out. Yeah. No, I. I... I think this is probably of all of them probably yeah. my favorite. Oh, it's it's definitely it's definitely the most memorable yeah. without question. Yeah. It's definitely my favorite. Uh, the, the the next one that's it's not even close but the, uh, there is one other one on here that would probably still be on my top 100 mm-hmm. but not my top 10 right. would be Alien Resurrection. I think Alien Resurrection is very clear uh close to a perfect movie just because of who directed it and mm. the um, right amount of comedy that was put in it that wasn't over overboard or anything like that. We'll talk about that too yeah. but aliens not only like i said not only was a kick-ass director top of his game he had already done terminator and then he goes into aliens and just and destroys it uh like i said my favorite composer that james horner score oh it's so good and if you s- listen to any other james horner sh- score you can almost tell it's him because you'll hear an element after listening to it for a while and be like who that sounds like aliens oh and really that's why and the, same with um he did a score for uh one of my other favorite scores is Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many elements from that, too. And I'm like, why do I like it? It's so weird when you look up the, the different scores that you're liking and suddenly you realize you're, it's all the same guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's great. Uh, brilliantly cast. A lot of uh, James Cameron guys, you mm. know, that he's worked with before. Bill yeah. Paxton is a uh, that Janine, what's her name, the one who plays Vasquez, is in a lot of uh, James Cameron movies. He was in, she was in Terminator Two. Uh-huh. She played uh, the stepmom. Yeah, uh, she was also in Near Dark, that one with Lance Henriksen. In the, oh the yeah, that's in the desert right. That we yeah. watched. Uh, Lance Henriksen obviously is yeah. a uh, uh, James Cameron guy, so he brought all his people in on this movie, and. It, Turned out brilliantly, man. The, the Paul idea Reiser. Of, uh, Paul Reiser, man. I don't know how <laughs> Paul, Paul Reiser worked his way in this movie, but he's great. He's great. Oh, he's dude. so good. It's one of his best roles. Ripley. He doesn't get enough love for some of the stuff he does. His I work made a in, bad call. Oh, my God, man. That's one of my favorite scenes. I've already opened an episode with that uh, that clip where I would be opening yeah. this episode yeah. with because I love that clip so much. Oh, God, so good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's basically... It starts out what we think is like right afterwards. I mean, with story wise, it is right afterwards. Right. But, uh, in reality, this is what are we looking at here? Sixty-seven years later. Yeah. And in, in the actual timeline, so she's just uh, even Paul Reiser says at the beginning uh, of the movie, it's like freak luck that we came across you yeah. just floating out there. Yeah. So that's what happens. Someone kept, uh, she's still in cryo sleep from Alien. Yeah. And they uh, they pick her up, they bring her back. Some of the best stuff, man. Some of the best special editions. 
edition stuff. I can't watch the old version. Oh, anymore. really? The special edition is so good for number two. Wow. I could watch the. I couldn't do it for Alien Three either. They they pulled out some major elements in Aliens and Alien Three for those uh, special for the theatrical versions mm-hmm. that I just couldn't go back and watch them. Well, yeah, because I know in uh, this one the the scene with Newt's parents. Oh, is, there's so many is, good scenes. Is I mean, there's like one. a good forty minutes that are in this movie that that they took out and like three of the most memorable ones. Well, when she gets back, uh, and remember she. Right when she gets back, they have that dream sequence thing where she thinks someone, something's coming out of her chest and yeah, she wakes yeah. up. Uh, there's a scene that happens right after that where she talks to Paul Reiser and shows her a picture of this old woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is your daughter. Yeah. She died like four years ago and everything. And that whole scene was not in the thing. They told her it, but they, you didn't get to see the picture. They looked like they they computer altered like a Sigourney Weaver picture uh-huh. and made her, her daughter in there. And she's like, no kids, but she had a great life and a lot of people loved her and everything. Oh, and you're wow. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I've just been gone 67 years, and I told my daughter I would be back here for her, like, 11th birthday oh, or something God. like that. So it's just her and a cat, man. Yeah. <laughs> and what's going on is I, I love – this is where we've really established the company as a bunch of fucking pricks. That boardroom scene when she gets back and she's saying, so this is what happened. We went out there, and she wouldn't, she couldn't even get through the story. She's talking about uh, – that it, the face hugger attached to Kane's face, and we wanted to bring him back, and they uh, they're like interrupting her and shit. Immediately, you could tell that they don't fucking believe yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't make, and I love the line. She's like, "Did IQ suddenly drop while I was asleep?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I already told you this is what happened." Because they were like, "We've got no signs of indigenous life on LV two four seven, and uh, they were like, uh, she." I didn't make this up. It happened. And they were like, well, we've got Terra Farmers there. We've had them there for like 20 years Ugh. and no one's reported anything. And they were like, holy shit, you have people living on that thing? God. He says, yeah, they're like creating uh, oxygen and uh, stuff like that. And that's where the Newt's parent stuff right. happens. And shortly after that, and it's a great scene. Like, it, so many people were cut from this movie because they, um, they show like, it almost seems like... Um, what do they call that? Like Die Hard 2 when they're all in the, uh, the uh, what is it? the airplane hangar? Uh, uh, they control the airplanes. My mind's gone Oh, blank. the control tower? The control room. Yeah. The control room. Remember, and it, it reminded me of the scene from Die Hard 2 where there's so many people in the control room and they're all walking around and yeah. people coming in and out. And that's how it felt when they were dealing with the, uh, the Newt's parents scene. So we're dealing, uh, before we get to see Newt's parents, we get to see their bosses and everything. And we're like, hey, we got somebody on the uh, line and they said they might have found something on the Eastern Ridge or something like that. They right. want to know because they weren't, because they were sent out there where their claims be held if they find anything of yeah, interest well, they get and everything. A reward. Well, they get a reward, and they were like, "Hey, if they find it, it's it belongs to them, whatever it is." Yeah. And so then we see them driving out there in that in like this big rig, and you see Newt playing with her little brother. Yeah. Newt doesn't look like this in the rest of the movie too. She just looks super cute yeah, they, and well dressed. They just find her under a grate. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> it adds more to holy shit. That's the girl from the beginning. So yeah. it Really disappoints me. This was cut. So we see her and her brother just playing around, and her parents leave to go test or or go and survey the area so they're just left in the truck to play right and then all of a sudden the door opens and the mom jumps in and grabs on the uh on the phone and says we need help out here right now and she looks down and her father's got a face hugger on his face yeah and it just ends with newt screaming her head off and <sighs> just tails off and everything and then it comes to paul riser showing up at sigourney weaver's uh, place mm-hmm. trying to talk her into going back see yeah. we never saw why he had to come back there and and convince her to come back yeah it's because oh shit we just lost contact to 
all weird timing on that. Too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they uh, they lost contact with like everybody. Yeah, like I, it must have worked its way through that whole area. That I mean, that's an alien movie right there. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Newt's parents. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the found so, footage. <laughs> yeah, the found footage movie. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, so she gets. I don't know how she gets convinced going back, man. I mean, she got nothing. That's yeah. basically what it is. You know, she got nothing. They well, said we're, we're, they stripped her of her pilot's license because of what I don't know. And uh, they said, well, we'll let you still operate on the docks and shit like that and everything. So she's probably like, but she she asked um, Paul Reiser straight up, we're going there to kill these things if we find it right. We're not yeah. going there to study and we're going to bring it back. Right. He's like, yeah, man. Of course, Ripley. Hey, I'm all mad about you. You can trust me. Yeah. <laughs> So she goes back, man, and I, I love how it starts. We like then the movie jumps forward, and they're all coming out of their cryo. Yeah, at, at that, and, they, and that's when we get introduced to like twelve different people all at once. The uh, Apone, I love the uh, the black guy who is like the leader of the group. Yeah, the, this assholes and elbows, yeah. get out there, <laughs> over here. Yeah, <laughs> or Hudson, <laughs> he's the one he keeps. Hudson played brilliantly by um, Bill Paxton. Oh yeah, it, dude. It's it's a role you don't want to say he was made for it because he certainly was not that character later in his life but when he was younger oh he was that he was that it was like it was like chet grew up and went alien hunting or like near dark you know it's that guy at the bar with the spurs yeah (laughs) like killing people and stuff and basically every role he had even terminator i mean the first terminator played the prick that uh that uh laundry day yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it was a new thing for him but he was likable character for sure our first uh shot at michael behan who uh became well no we saw michael behan obviously Terminator, yeah. yeah, as Reese. People, he didn't get enough love for his no, kind of role in that, no. or in anything. I always liked Michael Behan. I heard he was real difficult to work with, but he's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so whatever. I liked him in Jade. That was another great movie, William Freakin movie he was in. Uh, we've got uh, the Vasquez uh, uh, woman. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, she was in Near Dark. Like I said, a lot of uh, James Cameron movies. Lance Hendrickson. Who, who had a uh, very memorable role because he had already gotten the shaft by James Cameron once because remember Cameron had promised him to be the Terminator yeah. and he said I re- he's got the sketches the sketches of Lance Henriksen yeah. as a Terminator looks like it would be interesting I mean a different movie but interesting so he was like hey I got your role in here yeah. and you get to play the uh, and he usually plays an asshole bad guy and not every not every time though like you think Pumpkinhead he's kind of the <laughs> sweet dad <laughs> yeah. and uh, in this he was the, the robot that you I mean, after the first viewing, you knew you could trust him, but through the whole thing, you were like, for the first time you saw aliens, you thought he was going to fuck them over. Wasn't he the grandfather in Mom and Dad? Oh, uh, with the, yeah, Mom and Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old motherfucker coming yeah. through the door kicking uh, Nicholas Cage's, Cage's ass. ass. Yeah. Man, I love that. That was great. Yeah. I didn't know he was in it until he appeared on screen. Yeah. Holy <laughs> that was shit. great, dude. <laughs> and, uh,. Us, our introduction to him, remember he's doing the knife, the knife trick? thing, dude. Yep. Awesome foreshadowing. And yep. I mean, yeah, I was young when I saw this, but it didn't even dawn on my mind yeah. that he would be a, a fucking android. You know? Oh, yeah, like, man. Um, well, but, until he bled. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. But they, but he nicked himself and he yeah. had a little bit of white blood. Did yeah. she Did she notice it? She then? noticed it and she freaked out. She was like, You never told me there was an android yeah. on board. And they were like, Well, it's common practice to yeah. always have a synthetic on board and everything. And then he tries to alleviate her, her stress. He's, he's like, they were like Ripley had an, an issue with one of the synthetics. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, is it the the S model and everything?" Yeah, <laughs> he was he was like, "Those things were always been a twitchy uh, thing." It's I can I cannot harm a human. You yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and she so she is like 
side eye him, him through the whole movie. Yeah. Where she should have been side eyeing Paul Reiser. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what it was, you know. Well, and there's that part that, you know, later on in the movie where he's supposed to be there with the ship and she's like, damn you, oh, Bishop. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you she know? really is bitching him like, out, man. And then he comes back and he was yeah. like, he's like, I'm sorry, it was a long stay. Yeah. I had to swing around a little bit. She's sorry. You know, we just got two people killed because yeah. of you, right? Right. So so after they wake up and they kind of eat and everything, they they round them all up and they got to tell them what that is, what's going on, and they just blow it off. They're like, oh, it's a bug hunt, and so they I'm blow very her off too. I'm, a, I'm very interesting to know what a bug hunt is because this in this future of aliens was twenty one seventy nine. There's apparently other bugs. You could you could throw starship troopers in there. You could you, you could. I, I would love to see that universe kind of join this one. Ooh, oh, man. they would take over, dude. Yeah, they that, would take over. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. It's crazy because they're obviously used to some sort of hostile creatures that they have to come back here and kill, but not realizing these are something different. Yeah. And that's what she says. She kind of slaps it down and says, because remember, they were just like, just show me where it is, man, yeah. and I'll kill him and yeah. bullshit like that. But she's like, these thing like w- wiped out our entire crew, yeah. you know? Not obviously that they weren't Marines. Well, and not to mention all of the people on that planet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so then they 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 take that separate ship. Remember, I, I love the uh, when they take off and they uh, Gorman is the one who runs the whole crew, and then you got Apom, who is that the one militant black guy that's running around talking to everybody. So they they kind of all gear up and they're ready to go. Yeah, and they they take that separate ship, the one that uh, uh what's his name Bishop Hester, flies oh, later. Bishop yeah. flies later, and uh, what is uh, what does Hudson say? We're about to take a. Uh, uh, jump straight to hell or something like that and then uh, they all take off and uh i love how they're asking uh, gorman how many combat missions he's been on he's like two yeah <laughs> <laughs> simulated i've been on 60 but i've been on two and the, i think ripley soon realizes yeah I, I love what she takes over yeah, oh, yeah takes over from him too because it, specifically him and it's not his fault he was just not ready for, uh, yeah. for what they were going to come well, and i love i love when she gets in the rover yeah. and that's you know, the best through. music man oh, that's when God. the music is kicking it man when when they all come in there because they it takes a while they search they find the face huggers and everything yeah and then not until uh and they find Newt. Newt's already found too. Yeah. Uh, she's hiding under something. But under the then grate. They, they all get back into that like rover that uh, whatever. Yeah, the thing's that's awesome, it's a badass dude. Yeah. Rover. And uh, then the militaries go ahead. And remember, that's when they realize, hey, we can't use pulse rifles in there because it's like a big nuclear reactor in right, there. And if yeah. someone sets it off, we're all going to blow up. So they they were like fire units only. And then obviously Vasquez keeps one. And that big guy that has that gun on the crane. That, dude, I love that. That, fucking, that gun is yeah. crazy. Oh, dude, and the Sound Good when it's cosplay. I've seen it several times. Oh, really? Cosplay. People build those things. Yeah. It's really neat. Dude, it's awesome. Oh, it's yeah, like a swing sound, arm, man. like a machine gun on a swing arm. Like. One of my favorite stand-up arcade games back in the day in the arcade was Aliens. Oh, my God. I wasted so oh, much Oh, I money. remember that, dude. It was so fun, dude. Oh, it was, it was hard was as really fuck, great. It was dude. hard as fuck. I wasted I remember the first time I ever saw it, I immediately wasted Yeah, like they had the gun that you could cock and shoot the grenade. Oh, all like, the different guns, man. You yeah. would pick them all up. It was oh. so good. And then... I'm not sure if it's on NES, but it, it it never was as good as that one, the big one for no. sure. So yeah, once they all start getting killed, I love when they find the one woman is the first time they realize something fucked up is going on because they ha- see that woman hanging on the on That's the That's right, yeah. And basically they lift her head up and then you see the alien Ugh. jump through their chest and they have to flame her and they were like, oh shit. <laughs> and then all the aliens start dropping. Yeah. It's like a firefight. It's like Normandy yeah. and, and there and shit. And they're losing everybody. You're seeing the uh, people uh, beautifully cut together and edited where he's, they're coming, 
Ripley is watching it on the, like the black and white monitors. Yeah, and, and they start they're going jumping out in front of other people and screaming into their monitors and stuff. Yeah, and they're like, "You're losing them. You got to pull your team out." And, yeah. and they were like, uh, "Try to suppress power over here." And he's yeah. trying to keep it together. And yeah. After a while, she just books it to yep. the uh, front of the. Uh, I guess they were watching in the back of the uh, the rover, so yeah. she books it to the front, and she just takes over. Yeah, and that's when the music kicks, and she's driving through walls, and yep. he ends up falling. Gorman ends up getting uh, kind of kind of Ripley's fault, I think, because he hits gets hits hit in the head, head with yeah. something, and then he's out for a little bit, and he has a good moment to shine later on. But she takes over and just like storms through it and rescues everybody, man, yeah. and pulls them back in. I love the scene where uh, where the big guy that's with Vasquez gets it to the face. Oh yeah, and starts shoot, burning him, and then it just the uh, acid hits acid him. hits him. It's, it was a front cover to one of the Fangoria. Oh, was it really? I loved it, man. Yeah. It just showed it all over his face. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, and yeah, then they got to basically pull back, but they were waiting for the ship. They were like, all right, let's just get in the ship and get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely. Not realizing that an alien has got onto the little ship and as it's coming towards him, it's just dipping, yep. and dipping. And then they were like, holy shit, take cover. Oh. And that's when Hudson just loses it, you know? Game over, man. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a, he has like a moment for like 10 minutes where he's just out of control. Oh, yeah, dude. Remember, he was, she's like, even Newt's all right. Well, yeah. you put her in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's got to be like realistically some kind of a point that naturally any person would come to that you just feel, no matter what I do, I have no control yeah. over this situation. And this is like, this is it. Well, you know? They realize they have to like, they have to just fall back and kind of assess the situation and realize at some point they have to send Bishop down that tunnel. Remember, yeah. they got to tunnel him down as the robot all the way down to this one area where he's going to remote fly another one of the ships from right. the, from the uh, ship above them. Right. And while they're doing that, you know, things are all right. You know, <laughs> Ripley's going to take it easy. She's going to go and take a nap with Newt. Yeah. She's going to put the bracelet that uh, that Hicks gets her on his arm so he could tra- she That's could trace right. her in case she gets uh, separated and everything. And then you realize when she wakes up and she looks over, the face hugger that they had caught earlier is not in his specimen jar anymore. Yeah. And, uh, That's a creepy fucking oh, scene, dude. God, man, it's such a great scene. And when she looks up at the cameras trying to get their attention and yeah. you see Paul Reiser shut it off. Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, my God. Mother. Literally, he he's putting a face hanger there to to get face to face rape the uh, Sigourney Weaver and a young child. Yeah, so that he can find a way to smuggle these aliens well, back it, to Earth. It, it'd shut her up. He's a company man. Yeah. He works for the Whaling Corporation. You didn't realize how how much of an asshole they were, but huh. you should have. And I, I love that they catch him. They, he doesn't get away with yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and they bust in there and they kill the, the great scene where the thing jumps Jumps over. at him, yeah. One of the best things on the 67-hour <laughs> features, it, it, there was a lot of stuff on the Aliens one that really showed you how great of a director James Cameron was, mm-hmm. but that he was a stern kind of guy and that he would he would yell at people, but not in like an insulting way. Yeah. Like if you did your job, he wouldn't have to yell at you type right. of way. And um uh, he, the people that were some of the actors and the other crew members were talking about he says the thing with James Cameron is, is he knows everyone else's job and he knows it better than them right so if you're not showing up and you're not on your game like there's that scene where the face there's this one quick shot where the face hugger jumps straight towards the camera right yeah. before it grabs Ripley's neck mm-hmm. and she's got to hold it apart that scene just when it jumps at her they couldn't get it right so he ends up uh, James Cameron ends up taking over for the special effects guy wow <laughs> because he used to work at special effects too and he's like no I want to do it like this and then he just stood stands in there and freaking does it for wow. him and everything and the guy's like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> so 
It, that was some of the cool stuff on there. Uh, one of the other great scenes in this that's coming up that wasn't in the special features are the Gatling guns. They they set up in that area. Remember where the area where the aliens finally break through that whole red? Oh scene yeah, yeah. And everything um, like you're reading it wrong. Century it's not in guns, this room. right? The Century guns yeah. was in the. Uh, in the special edition, and it wasn't a part of the original theatrical. Then I must have seen the special edition. Maybe, Maybe I watched it they, here they with you have, They might have referred to it, but they didn't show it. They yeah. showed them set it up, and the, you could see the number going yeah, down. Yeah, going down, yeah. When, when it was shooting. Yeah, so you I've, must have seen I've the seen that edition. scene, because it's fucking awesome, Yeah, it's a great dude. scene. Uh, before that scene, it was just like, oh, I the numbers are leaping up and everything. Yeah. And, oh, remember, it was they cut the power, because remember, when they're about to kill Paul Reiser, or consider killing Paul yeah. Reiser, uh, the scene goes red. And they were like, oh, they cut the power. And then uh, Bill Paxton's like, how do they cut the power? They're things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they lift the, the roof up and they realize they're they're right there in the yeah. world. Because I love that whole scene where you're not reading it right. Yeah. You're reading they're it right wrong. on top of us, man. Yeah. That would be in the room. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that scene also for the music and everything where obviously you get to see uh, Bill Paxton uh, – takes a digger and dies in yeah. that scene as he's shooting everything he can. They're yeah. all coming in the rooms. They're all running out of ammo. Yeah. They all got to break through. Then Paul Reiser gets loose and like goes to the next room and locks the door. So yeah. now they're trapped in there and they can't get through. And they're they're like torching the door, the locks off the door. But yeah. every door they get through, Paul Reiser had locked another one. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, this scumbag, man. Didn't he get to the point, though, where he there's gets one in, He gets in five the... doors down and he turns around and there's an There's one in there. there. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. good. He gets it. Yeah. We get to see that. But I this is where one of my favorite uh, the one of my favorite scenes is when Gorman and Vasquez are trapped in the tunnel oh, yeah. together. Yeah. Like Gorman's got the bandage around his head and he's bleeding. Yeah. And uh he he's got one gun. She gets she ends up someone shoots the aliens and I think the blood goes on her legs because mm-hmm. he's got to pull her at some point. Yeah, that's in right. There, and they realize an alien's here and aliens there and they're running out of bullets. Yeah. And they he just holds open his hand and he has a grenade and yeah. she grabs his hand. I love she you were always were an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it blows up and they both kind of die in each other's arms yeah. but they also kill a whole bunch of aliens yeah. and everything. That's that explosion really fucked them up for the 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 last third of the movie too because if you remember uh Ripley, Newt, and Hicks had all gotten down to an area because Newt knew the the, the facility. maze in the yeah. facility, and they were crossing over that windmill looking thing mm-hmm. when the explosion happened, and that's where Newt fell down. Oh, that's so right. If, if they had known the explosion was going to go off or grabbed her tighter, she would not have fallen down, and that kind of leads her to go back into the facility. And is that the scene where they're in the water and the yeah. alien comes oh, up yeah. from the water? I remember that from like the trailer. Well, they realized like... it wasn't directly there, so she falls down into that waterfall thing and slips away and Hicks is and she's freaking out Sigourney's freaking out yeah. and Hicks is like I get it but we, we gotta go uh, we can still find her with this yeah. she's got that thing that was on her wrist uh, letting her know where they are so they go down a couple like hallways and everything and they find her and she's in the water yeah and they, yeah. they're trying to bust Ugh. through that thing and they're even kicking through it at that last moment and two seconds too late an alien grabs her the, the, the key is aliens don't kill you man when they uh, when they grab you yeah. they, they yeah. just bring you to get face right <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a much more unpopular movie if they were referring to it as face raped. <laughs> Alien face rape. Yeah. Just call it face raper. <laughs> <laughs> you call it face hugger all you want. Face, I, know what, I know what's really going on. Face raper four. <laughs> face hugger is how they sell it to kids, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. It's a hug. It's a face it's hug. It's not a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a face rape. <laughs> 
face raper resurrection (laughs) that's our key hashtag hashtag face raper (laughs) (laughs) i'm afraid what other hashtags will oh no yeah we can't do that (laughs) (laughs) we just got liked by so many porn stars dude i don't know what the hell's happening here Uh, so yeah, once she gets taken, that's where Ripley's got to go full badass. You know, Hicks is almost out of commission. He gets he gets uh, fucked up. What happens to Hicks anyway? I'm pretty sure he makes it. Oh, he makes it until yeah. until they kill him at the beginning of the the credit sequence in number three. Yeah, but something happens to his face. Remember when she leaves him on the it's from like uh, an explosion or something? Yeah, something like that. or he got acid on him or something. Because I remember yeah. they were like. Uh, He's like, you stay here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Or and she says to keep, don't let uh, Bishop leave without us. And we like, we're, you have, I think it's like 12 minutes. Yeah, to go something find like it. that. Yeah. And she's got a, I love. She's got a Rambo scene where she's strapping shit on and she's going. Well, and it goes all the way back to where you said, oh, we'll let you work on the docks, and you see her in that like yeah. forklift machine. Well, that's before and... that. That's 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 back on the ship. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is, yeah. But is... she's got to still go into the bowels of the planet. Oh, that's planet, right. Remember yeah. to get she's got the from guns. the hive. Yeah. And uh, right before she leaves the ship, that's another special edition uh, moment. Really small that I'm surprised they kept out. Where, uh, where he says, uh, where Hicks says his first name to her, and uh, and she's like, he's like, my name is so and so, and she's like, oh, it's my name's Ellen. Nice mm-hmm. to meet, Ellen. And yeah. then she leaves. That whole twenty second scene was cut out for some reason. Really, I don't know why they felt the need not to have yeah. them introduce each other yeah. like that. Maybe they didn't want any like romantic element. Possibly, I mean, if you weren't. Feeling that when they were, she was showing yeah, her how to shoot the gun. Exactly. Then. <laughs> Come on. Obviously, there was something there. Uh, so she's got to go back and down the elevator. And you, I love that you got that mechanical voice. T minus. Yeah. Ten oh. minutes till detonation and everything. <laughs> Total You're destruction. You're like she does not have enough time, and she's strapping like the. She's got a machine gun. She's she got a flamethrower. Flame yeah. And then she's got the grenade launcher. Yeah. And she's loading it up. God, and I dude. love it. And she's got in her other hand, she's got the device to be able to track her. Yeah. So she goes down and she gets all the way down to the bowels of the uh, planet, really, or the uh, the facility, and realizes that it's not on her wrist anymore. Yeah. But then where she is, she's being like she's already like crystallized in like kind of a webbing of a cocoon, right? Waiting for the uh, the eggs to open and everything. And when she sees the egg opening, that's where she screams. Yeah. And that's where uh, Ripley, where Al, uh, Ripley's like freaking out, and that's when the music kicks again as she's like. Takes and that's off. when she starts hitting the the eggs with the flamethrower. Yeah, well, not quite. She well, she does a little bit when she grabs Newt, but remember, she keeps her cool when she sees the because queen. the queen's there. Yeah, the, she sees the queen. She looks up. We get to see a great shot of her laying the eggs and everything and then she she's totally cool with just walking her out of there it was almost like a uh uh like a peace treaty between the two yeah all right you don't fuck up my eggs and i'll let you walk out there even the aliens that were at the doorways kind of backed off for her yeah and then she realized at some point something changed and she cocked her head in the right way yeah. and that's when she just started unloading at first it's her, it's the queen's sack yeah it just puts the grenade in it but that's when she starts flaming everything yeah. she's like out and you're all gonna die oh now. man <laughs> i don't know why she even bothered because she knows they're all gonna die anyway yeah and because really she kind of instigated the whole thing because the queen probably wouldn't have ripped herself out of her sack and yeah. gone after her if she hadn't but she did. <laughs> so they have to go up the elevator, and that's where that moment you, you were talking about where Bishop, he gets up there, and Bishop and the uh, the helicopter are gone. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Damn and, you, Bishop! Yeah, yeah. And then right before, she's like hugging Newt, like, hey, close your eyes, yeah. honey. We're, we're, gonna, to we're about to die. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, I, I guess Newt didn't close her eyes because she, you could hear her say, Bishop! Yeah. And that's when you saw Bishop just swing in, pick her up. 
get out just in time, man. Yeah. And, and you thought get, that was it, man, and then you have, like, the most exciting 15 minutes yeah. left to go. Uh, not to mention when Bishop gets fucking oh, split man, in half, it's, dude. It's, it's quickly, it, it happens right after they get back. Yeah. They were like, and she's like, you're all right, Bishop, and everything. And and, just, uh, boom, straight through the back. And, and as a viewer for the first time, I remember not knowing what the hell is happening. Yeah. Because it's the tail yeah. that goes through his chest. Yeah. And, uh, and then, literally... You see her drop down from the undercarriage of the uh, thing, the ship. grab onto part of Bishop's like waist and neck, and just Rip split, him, split yeah. him in half. Oh my god! And he falls across the room. I remember being a kid, being like, "Oh my god!" That yeah. scene where Bishop's like white intestines, and yeah, blood is just covering him, and he he still has a moment to shine even after that. Yeah. Too. Well, and then there's the the famous line when she oh, yeah. starts to get close to Newt, and she's like, yeah. "Get away from her, yeah. you bitch!" She basically throws Newt into like the underground kind of stuff to, yeah. and she kind of, and the I remember the remember the gate on this queen where the queen's running at. Oh her, yeah, dude! And, like her legs are so huge. Yeah, it's, like, two steps. She's at oh, the end gosh, of the building. Dude. Yeah, you know, and so Sigourney just comes out in the hero moment. That's the hero moment, man, when the fucking thing comes up, and yep. she's. I love that they introduce it to us. Earlier That's what in the I was movie, saying. Too. You know, and back then, I mean, I think we're a lot more desensitized to now. foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even dawn on me, no, dude. People already had yeah, forgotten about didn't that. Didn't even today. Dawn if on that me. was done, people were like, "Oh, we're gonna see that yeah, shit again." Yeah, no, that was that was the gun that showed up in the third act. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, or there's there's some major stuff in Alien Covenant that was like, yeah, you could have pulled that shit off in the early days, but yeah. the, uh, you can't pull that off now. We were expecting that kind right, of uh, yeah. surprise moment. Uh, but yeah, when she came out, she fought him in that, fought that queen in that thing, and then realized, ah. Uh, I gotta uh, eject this thing through the uh, uh, the opening of what was she opening the uh, the chute or whatever you call oh, yeah, it. Yeah, it was some kind of uh, like because there was a tube there and it was because it was long enough for the thing to fit in there. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of airlock. Yeah, it was an know. airlock. That's what I'm trying yeah. to think of the word. It's, it's it's like the airplane thing. I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's all on aliens. I, I, I forget normal shit. Yeah. So yeah, the airlock when she and it seems rather easy to be able to open. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's putting in codes and everything, and then it just opens. Yeah. Like no safety precaut. Uh, <laughs> Not like set up for this at bay all. Bay door opening. Yeah. Are you sure? Press yes again, <laughs> <laughs> because literally all your shit's gonna fly in here. No. So she opens the airlock and I, it like grabs on her foot. Oh, she's got to so pull great, herself. Dude up and yeah. then Newt flies off and then Bishop's got to grab Newt uh, with before just she, half his torso oh god and she's like hugging him you're like oh god she's got the white semen blood on her <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> face raping and semen everywhere what the hell are you trying to tell us <laughs> <laughs> we're kids damn it <laughs> this is why we have insurrections <laughs> uh, so yeah man uh, yeah. and, and they go into cryo and you you feel good about it. There was a great ending, a surprise ending, and uh, people were pining over when the, and they took a long time. I yeah. mean, today they would put these things out like next year. Yeah, next yeah. year or they they would film already, all at the same they would, time. Yeah, they would have been halfway through filming by the time they released. Which is an it. argument for doing that because you can keep the actors at the same age. And everything. Yeah, these didn't matter because they were just using one continuous actor throughout. Right. And I always thought it was an ingenious idea with three to kill. So they all get into cryo. Hicks is in the cryo, uh, Newt's in the cryo, and so is Sigourney. And yeah. then they just go off, and the movie ends. And number three takes place. This was the only one that took place at the same exact year. Right. So 2179 is where Aliens took place, and now 2179 is where Alien 3 takes place. Directed by the brilliant David Fincher, who was not respected at all when mm. this movie came out. There's horror stories about him. Not his fault, but right. they were not giving him... He had done Madonna videos mm-hmm. and stuff. He had done some MTV videos, so he was not giving 
given the levity of who the guy who eventually did Fight Club. Yeah, and game no shit. And everything great that he's done in his career. The girl with the dragon tattoo. He People didn't realize his genius. So the difference between the special edition and this are huge. Mm-hmm. They took out major plot points. Major plot points. And really, really good ones, too. Really? Like a really good one. And I'll, I'll mention when we get there. Uh what what didn't change was that opening. They were always going to kill uh, Hicks and Newt. Like they mm-hmm. died credit sequences. Yeah. We, we, we see <laughs> yeah. it happening, and then the the ship goes down. It just happens to go down on this like prison planet. Yeah, that's filled with these harsh ass British character actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Charles has and du- Charles has Dustin. <laughs> Rock, dude, he's yeah. fucking great. <laughs> he man. was great in this movie, and. Uh, also, the planet that has like a serious lice problem. Yeah, so so everyone everybody's has to bald. shave their head. Yeah, I remember dude. that was the big thing when this movie came out. They were like, oh, Sigourney Weaver's going to shave her head. She looked awesome with she a shaved looked head, awesome. dude. She's always looked badass, yeah. man. And people forget that she's like 6'1, yeah. too. And yeah. she's, so she's tall, yeah. tall. And uh, I remember her going on to The Tonight Show, like right when this movie was coming out, talking about shaving her head. And her hair had already grown back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she had like a bob cut on. And she was like, I remember when they told me, said you had to shave your head for the movie. And they were like, and she's like, yeah, well, I don't get Need more money. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and I got it. Yeah, <laughs> so, hey, there you go. Yeah, another person that bragged about how much money he got from this was uh, Michael Behan. Because oh, really? Michael Behan said that he always thought he was going to come back for it. Oh, that's but right. I remember he this. He said that they wanted to use his image yeah. uh, for the, the computerized thing. And he beginning. said no. He said no until they came back with the money. And he says, all right, you can use it now. And he says he made more money on using his image than he did in all of Aliens. That's insane, dude. <laughs> so he's like, so him and his agent played it smart, apparently. Right. Yeah. I don't know if Newt got that same deal. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably, probably didn't not. hold out. Yeah. I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, they kill him. They they uh, they go with the idea that a uh, a part of the ship impales Michael Behan, and then Newt drowned in her cryo tube. Yeah. Well, so they pick up they pick up Sigourney, not realizing that she's on a prison planet. They haven't seen a woman in like twenty years. Yeah. Uh, the doctor is a former uh, prisoner himself, played brilliantly by Charles Dance, and one of yeah. the only movies where he's a nice guy. I mean, try to find other Charles Dance movies where he's a nice guy. I mean, oh, really? He played my sweet brother Noopsy in, uh, in the Golden <laughs> yeah, Child. That's right. He played the guy with the weird eyes in yeah. Last uh, Last Action uh, Hero. Last Action Hero. He was the king asshole in Game of Thrones. Huh. He, he ran the Lannisters. He was just like an he was an asshole. Through the he's whole thing. an evil dude. So man. he always played evil dude, but he was really a nice guy. And a, yeah. the only him and Rock, I or I, I call him Rock still because of the old TV oh, show he was on. Yeah, uh, Charles S. Dutton was. And then wasn't there also the guy? that they called like 47 or something like that yeah he had been in a couple different things the only other famous actor was Pete Pogsworth who played Kobayashi in Usual Suspects mm-hmm. he was also in that uh, in, the oh, name of, right. in the name yeah. of the father he was in that and all the other guys we I, you Wasn't saw him in, in minor stuff too? Um, was he in the mummy I think he was eh I don't know somebody comment let he's, us know. he's really great uh, Pete Pogsworth uh so great character actors in this movie, and I liked it. A lot of people thought it was too dark. It just it didn't live up to it. I mean, yeah, it's I hard it was, to live up. It's hard to live up to Aliens. That first was of all. great, man. I, it was some really great stuff in it, man. So right when she comes to, and they tell her, and they tell her flippantly, not realizing that she was. I don't know why they didn't assume she might not have been close to the people that were in the ship with us. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, they died. Yeah, like whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean they died? How so did there's they die? a woman, a man, and a child, and you yeah. don't think it's important to tell the woman that the man and the child are dead and she's like 
I need to see the bodies. Yeah. I need to see I need to see the ship yeah. first. And so she sees the ship and she sees one of the alien burns. Yep. Like the acid burns mm-hmm. in it. And um now I got a question for you too, because I'm pretty sure this was a special edition, uh theatrical edition uh thing. When they when the alien got into the prison facility, did mm-hmm. it come in through a Rottweiler or did it come through a like ox? I think it was a Rottweiler. I, I'm pretty sure that was the case too. And in the special edition, it was an ox. Really? Yeah. And they they strung him up, and they he ended up falling. Uh, they were gonna chop him up for food later on and everything. I'm pretty sure it was a dog. Too, I'm pretty sure it in, was. In the, yeah. Uh, in the original, so I don't know why they changed that, but. I love the scene where they were like, "What? They're cleaning up the mess. They're bringing in. They already brought in the ship and everything, and uh, gone through it." And Sigourney's trying to figure out what's going on. And the one guy who who says, "Hey, what's this?" And uh-huh. he holds up a dead face hugger. Oh, <laughs> that's right. He's yeah. Like, what the hell is this? And then they cut. Yeah. And they were like, "Holy shit! There's a, there's obviously an alien in in there now someplace." Well, she realizes obviously something's uh, wrong, and she's trying. It, it's weird to me that she doesn't come, and even watching this probably for my 25th viewing, mm. that she didn't come out straight with uh, Child's Dance or any Done. of the higher-ups to begin with. Probably yeah. because she, probably because of Paul Reiser, thanks Paul, Yeah, that she yeah. wanted to kind of keep it close to her chest about what actually was going on there because she wasn't telling Child's Dance anything. She was like, I need an autopsy. I need you to open right. her up. I need to know how she died. And she, he's like, she drowned in her cryo tube. I can tell you right now, I don't have to open her up to tell you that. Yeah. And she's like, no, I need to know. Yeah. And so she comes up with this bullshit that it might be cholera and everything. And he's like, there hasn't been cholera in like 200 years. Right. He says, hey, you want to expose everyone? You need to open this bitch up. Yeah. So he, he does, man. She like, he cuts into her and it's not enough. He's like, no, I need to see inside the chest. Yeah. They, they, great scene where they show that chest like breaking thing and he, breaks down the, the special effects foley noises and he opens it up and he's like it's lungs yeah. and they're flooded with fluids like i told you so yeah. just because we both know that i'm not a complete idiot do you want to tell me what the hell yeah. is going on here? <laughs> and then he ends up siding with her because i remember the higher ups comes in with the guy that's 87 yeah uh, and the, he the, he goes along with ripley and says why are you doing autopsies and he says well it could be a cholera case and everything and he he. She never tells him he dies. He dies before he she ever can say. That's right. Hey, yeah. there's aliens. Yeah, and they come through your chest, and that's the reason <laughs> it happens. So they end up uh, burning the bodies and everything, and that was an insistent on her too. We need to burn the bodies. Right. Yeah. And they were like, we're not burning the bodies. And they're like, hey, cholera. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up burning the bodies, and she thinks everything's kind of all right now yeah. until she realizes it's not. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's an alien in the the ship and everything. And I I love how skeptical everyone is of what's happening and this is the scene that was the beginning of a scene major plot point that was brought in remember they had one crazy guy there that they ended up bringing in and they affirming with her and he was just he had seen the alien and he was scared shitless and everything and this was a weird element that was cut out because he became obsessed with the alien. And oh, really? At some point, the other uh, when they capture the alien, because at one point they capture him and they bring him into, and maybe not in the theatrical version, uh, which is what I'm thinking. Yeah, because I, I haven't watched the theatrical. I don't think version. that happens. So they end up capturing him, the alien, and putting him in the waste kind of. Uh, uh, room and it's solid shut and they put really? a guard outside and no one's getting this alien yeah and the uh one of the other prisoners comes in and starts talking to the guy in the infirmary 
and saying we caught the alien and they're like where you, where'd you keep him and they were like in the waste thing and everything he's like you gotta let me out he's like, I'm not gonna hurt anyone and everything so the guy undoes the crazy guy's straps and he immediately kills the other guy wow and then goes to the waste thing and slashes the throat of the guard I don't and remember lets that the alien all. out yeah I don't remember he that voluntarily lets the alien out and the alien just <coughs> kills him yeah because what the fuck and just sprints sprints loose really? so it was a good like 20 minute scene where you, this guy got obsessed with the alien yeah I mean if that is good. in the theatrical version it's definitely not I do not no I know it's it not in the at the, all yeah like, I know it's not in the theatrical because that's the big thing yeah that they took made Fincher take out and uh but then everything else was similar until the uh, until the very end but we'll work up to that so uh, there was a lot of great stuff with Charles S. Dutton where he was like, we are all refined. We don't like the fact that you're here yeah. because, you know, we've all kind of uh, dedicated our life to God and everything. Yeah. And now you're a woman and half these people in here are for raping and everything. Yeah. There was a moment where they tried to rape her and he had to come to their rescue. Yeah. But there's also a moment where she plugs Bishop back in. That yeah. They were like, the robots destroyed, it's scattered over everything, and she ends up going onto the ship, dragging his like half-mangled body out, and plugs him in, and it's Lance Henriksen, you can yeah. hear his voice, and say, hey, was there an alien on board with us? And they were like, yes. Yeah. And they were like, she's like, well, how the hell did that happen, and this and that, and he actually begs her to like unplug him. Yeah. She's like, you can unplug me now, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I don't need any more of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling so hot. So <laughs> she's got to break it to the uh, to the higher-ups, there's an alien, and they don't believe her, I love in the mess hall, that's where it really all comes to a, I had one of my favorite moments from one of the other uh, prisoners too you have that one pompous kind of head of the facility that's saying we don't have any weapons there is no aliens here we're not seeing any aliens yeah. here we don't know what the hell you're talking about and, and while he's shouting it an alien grabs him from the roof yeah. and, <laughs> and then blood spills all on the ground yeah and you see the one guy grab a broom and go Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the next, the next scene is somebody cleaning up the mess and looking, looking up, up, looking yeah. up while he's cleaning the mess up and like, what the hell? And she's got to say, hey, these things is gonna come here and kill yeah, all of us. All so, of us. Uh, do you yeah. want to? Uh, and Charles S. Dutton has to basically rile the troops, say, hey, you want to die on your ass? You want to die on your feet like man, a man? The fucking scheme they come up with, and, oh, yeah, and the whole system and everything like that yeah. to get that molten lava in yeah, there. It was cool, man. It was Dude. really new and. The camera shot. Uh, that's what I was remember, just about to say. They took a dolly upside down, yeah, man, and like, reversed it. I mean, so we were seeing it on the ceiling. It was a lot more enjoyable to watch it on the Blu-ray because they they softened up the effect. If you watch the old mm-hmm. theatrical version yeah. of this, you it looks like a digital effect. Really? I mean, because most of what we were watching in the previous Alien movies were all practical effects. People were in suits and everything. Yeah. And I'm sure there were moments in this, like when it approached her in the infirmary and it came right up against her. Mm-hmm. Remember? And then it let her go. Yeah. And that was kind of the big thing before that molten lava scene came. She made eighty seven scanner body, yeah, just to make sure everything's cool. You know, right. I'm not yeah, feeling right. Just checking, have a little bit of indigestion. I'm not sure what that could possibly yeah. be, <laughs> and realize, holy shit, there's an alien inside of yeah. Ripley, and it's a queen. Yeah. Now, the, the obviously the the molten lava scene was great. A lot of people had to give their lives, and it was brilliantly done. Like once the alien, you see the alien go through, you seal the door behind you. Yeah. And ultimately, you're going to trap the alien in this place where they can dump all the molten lava. Yeah. And Charles S. Dutton has to give his life for it and everything. Now, the the other big difference between between besides that subplot is at the end when she has to because. 
obviously the uh, the Waylands are showing up too. Where uh, Lance Henriksen yeah. says, "I'm the real bishop." Yeah, it's all right. I'm uh, here. I'm here to help you. Yeah, and everything. And then you realize he ends up getting a uh, shot next to him, and his ear kind of pops off his head. And you're like, "Yeah, you were real, all right." Yeah. And she has to like literally. She had resigned herself to to kill herself. Yeah. So she wheels herself up in front of the lava and everything, and she ends up jumping off. Oh, so and, awesome. And Bishop screams. No. Screams no. Do you remember the alien popping out of her chest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. theatrical. That wasn't special features. Special features, it never came out of her chest. That's so she fucking nuts, that, dude. Why wouldn't you do that? Now, like, that was the only time that I th- think that it, it flip-flopped. They should have had the theatrical yeah, thing. Yeah, dude. Instead of it, because it was a great moment. It jumped up. She grabs it and yeah. holds on to it. And, so it can't get away because it's Until screaming. she gets into the thing. Yeah. So obviously they filmed it. <laughs> yeah, but in the special edition, apparently that's not what Fincher had in mind. Really, so they left it out. So I'm I'm watching it, and I for, I forget about it every time I watch it. Yeah, I've seen the theatrical version probably twenty times, and yeah. the special edition probably five times. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it the other day, and I'm, I'm I I'll just smack my wife's leg when I want her to look up at the screen and something, <laughs> when something key comes up I'm like look 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 yeah. it's gonna come out of her chest yeah. and then she goes into the thing and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> I was like well that sucks yeah that was a letdown. <laughs> that was a letdown. Yeah. so yeah that was the one moment of the theatrical I That's wish they crazy. had carried yeah, over because, I, don't, I don't see any reason because I love watching the special edition because of that that crazy subplot but you have to make that sacrifice I mean I guess if you know that it's already in there you don't have to add that effect but like come on man like you got to do that. Yeah, like, you got to do that effect. All right, let's let's move on, man. Yeah. Alien Resurrection, so, so much fucking fun, good, man. So fun. Directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunet. Mm-hmm. He was a French director, super strong accent. If you hear him speak on the special edition, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. you got to really listen to this guy. So thick, thick accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like he's right in front of me. Uh, he was famous for doing Amelie, a great movie, oh, okay. one of Dave's favorite movies. Very. Uh, I never uh, saw it, but I'm familiar with it. It was with in subtitles, name. so that was the only downside about it, uh, if you don't have enough time. Look at the size of that woodpecker, yeah. dude. Giant. He's a massive woodpecker up there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear the pecking, yeah. it ain't Justin. It's not a face raper. It's a woodpecker. That one also aptly named. <laughs> so Alien Rexton, 200 years later, brilliantly cast and with a lot of Jean-Pierre's guys, like the guy in the... Uh, uh, the guy in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. he's a Jean-Pierre guy. He's been used in a lot of his movies. He was in Amelie also. He's and great. I, and I think he's used Ron Perlman before. But I, one of my favorite casts uh, of all of them uh, was Alien Resurrection. You got Ron Perlman. You have Winona Ryder, who was a huge actress she was to come great on this. this. Yeah. Michael Wincott. I loved Michael Wincott, Which man. He's the he? one. He was the leader of the group that had the raspy voice like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. really good. He always played. He was in The Crow. He was also in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. He was, like, right under, uh, um, what's his name? Hey, keep it down up there. <laughs> Bird's going crazy. Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah. uh, you also have, uh, who else was in this? Uh, the black guy that eventually went on CSI yes. was in this. Yeah. Uh, the guy from uh, Miller's Crossing played one of the scientists, and Brad Dorf oh, was uh, also yeah. in this, uh, voice of Chucky and every other <laughs> horror movie out there. Brad Dorf. Sesquela Dembela, give me the power, I beg of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's his name from the stuttering guy from One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. His first movie. Uh, so we're jumping forward to it, and Dan Henja, one of Dave's favorite uh, guys. Because, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, he's so fucking he's, great He's so in good in this. So what's happening in this is you Who's have- the scientist uh, guy? The, the big guy? The the- um, oh, at the end, he's like, come here. 
That's a good girl. Oh, that's Brad Dorf. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, Brad Dorf. God, he's yeah, yeah. so great. He's great in everything, man. I loved him in uh, Exorcist 3. is probably my favorite thing with him in it. Hmm. Uh, but he's got a great voice anyways. That's why Chucky is so memorable to people. Uh, so what's going on in this is you have like a, a bunch of smugglers who are showing up at a military institute to bring them cargo, and you're not sure what the cargo is. Right. Turns out the cargo is a bunch of humans that they kidnapped from their cryotubes while they were sleeping just to drop them off at the military facility. And what's going on at the military facility is they've got 12 aliens there that they need to create more aliens. So they literally, and we get to see them do it. You know, they strap them to this thing. When they they think they're coming out of their cryotube, they're coming face first to a face raper. And then boom, it goes on them and you know what happens next. But also something that's going on in this facility is they have cloned Ripley from some blood that was taken from her on the prison planet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would never have thought this would be the case. They, Because of when they took the blood, she already had the alien in her. Uh, and so when they cloned her, it cloned the alien inside her. Right. So that's how they got the alien out of uh-huh. her. And I wouldn't have thought and, about And they that. showed the surgery where they removed it, and they were like, well, what should we do to her? And they were like, sew her up. Yeah. Let's, we'll see what we got. <sighs> because she's basically a second experiment that's right. going on. Because she's sharing a lot of the... Um, the similarities as the alien and she has like the her blood isn't as potent right. as the acid but it will uh it will work as yeah. acid well and also she almost has some kind of like mental connection with she them has too some mental connection one. she has like superhuman almost uh physique and abilities yeah and everything one of my favorite things from the uh 67 hours of footage <laughs> that you get to see is the basketball sequence oh dude uh, it's, that's my favorite side note story yeah. of this movie yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. i've told it before you obviously you know what i'm talking well, about I've, or, i saw you seen i saw you something saw on that too. yeah yeah, yeah. Is there's a great scene where uh, so the, the the smugglers get on the ship and they were like, hey, we just want room and board for a couple of days. They were like, you're not. They scan them to make sure they don't have weapons, and they all have weapons. That's they're all so hid- awesome. They're all hidden in some way. Uh, the wheelchair uh, has like a shotgun like piece together yeah, on and, it. Uh, Ron Perlman has like the thermos, Flask. the yeah. thermos that busts <laughs> yeah. out and everything. And the other guy has the one. The black guy has the ones that are connected to his arms. Yeah. They're all fully loaded. Yeah, and they they meet Ripley for the first time, and she's just on the basketball port. And, you know, this was an interesting, probably the most interesting thing I realized from rewatching this. How tall do you think Ron Perlman is? Oh, dude. I mean, I'd say he's probably like 6'3", 6'4". He's 5'11". Is he really? He is my size. Really? And you would never in a million years think, he must wear lifts a lot. Because I know with Hellboy, he's he's wearing... He's got boots in everything. And he had boots in this because when he's right next to Ripley, Ripley is a tad bit taller than him, but not much. Really? So it's it's probably pretty accurate. I think she's she's 5'11". I think she's 6'1". I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look her up. I think we've looked it up before and she's 5'11". Because he's definitely 5'11". I looked him up because I was super surprised. I would have said 6'4". Like, you tower over him, dude. Yeah, that's crazy, I mean, that's crazy because you always see him as this big menacing dude. I mean, he's got the, one of the biggest craniums that you've ever seen on <laughs> a human being. He's a caveman. Dude. Yeah, he is. He's he's like Neanderthal, and he it's very. Oh, she is. She's six foot. Yeah, six yeah. foot. Okay, so she is just a tad taller than him. So there's that great scene where she's bouncing the basketball, and I guess that goes to the idea that he can't reach it. She's putting oh, that yeah, basketball right true, out yeah. of his reach, and she's bouncing it behind his head yeah. and everything. And they have this great moment where she's walking away from him. And she, uh, well, they have that whole fight. Uh, well, no, they have a they have a kind of a slight fight, but not until uh, Winona gets caught do they really have it all out in the mess hall or in the gymnasium scene. Uh, 
but she's walking away from him and she does this like hook backwards, shot not even backwards, looking at the rim not looking at the rim and it goes in there swoosh yeah and there's no way watching the movie you ever thought that that was real come to find out and there's footage of it yeah where she is on the set walking away and she does it and everyone erupts like crazy yeah like holy shit she made the shot because it was the first take yep and and you can see Ron Perlman's oh, his, smile yeah, yeah, yeah. after she does, yeah. and it's a hundred percent genuine yeah. because he was thinking, "Holy fuck, she just did this on the first take." <laughs> it's like, like whipped back. Yeah, there and everything. <laughs> like, and he was probably the only one that kept semi in character. Yeah, because everyone else they had to obviously cut the audio yeah, because everyone yeah. like just no his flipped his the fuck head out. turn is just like what the yeah. fuck. So like, that's one of my enjoyable. I, I uh, love scenes. that story, dude. And it, it's even better that you can pull up the footage. Like, yeah, y- well, YouTube, YouTube, so YouTube, Sigourney I have, Weaver. I have the, uh, it's not the special edition, but I have the Alien Quadrilogy. Yeah, And, yeah. and them mm-hmm. talking about that scene oh, yeah, is yeah. in the bonus features yeah. of that. Yeah. So that's where I saw it. Yeah. Like, the, oh, the, yeah, so they have, cool. There's so many great versions of it. I can't get hosed again uh, with the Alien uh, box set because I had gone through so many of them. Too. Oh, they, yeah. they all had good stuff on it. And then, then they went next level with the Blu-ray 67-hour uh, yeah. thing, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I will only watch that like every 10 years. Uh-huh. Uh, so shortly after that, you realize, oh, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, um, one owner Rider's a robot, but we don't realize she's a robot yeah. until uh, well into the movie. So she ends up breaking in. I love the, the what she uses to break into the yeah, room. Yeah, it's like where a Ripley little is. USB from it's her a spray. finger. No, it's a spray. Remember, it, oh, it's really? Dan Henya's like mist of his of his DNA, and she sprays it oh, on wow. the thing, and it opens the door for her. Huh. And she has him on a key ring. Like she's got several people. No on shit, there. I so don't she, remember that. That's she busts awesome. in there, and she uh, is about to kill Ripley. And Ripley's like, "You're gonna kill me?" And she looks at her, and she's like, "Well, there's really no point anymore, is there? They took it out of you because she she was there right. to kill the alien, and you didn't realize that she had got." onto the smuggler's boat to do that and then she immediately gets caught by that big guy from uh from miller's crossing who i i love him man he, he is he's used so sparingly in movies and i think he has such a menacing thing about him he played the guy who, who was called the dane in uh in miller's crossing a big mm-hmm. kind of assassin yeah guy. and in this movie you don't really see him bust out until they bring him back into the gymnasium and he throws uh, Winona Ryder in there, and there he calls her a terrorist, and he says, "You brought a terrorist on a military vessel." Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you all die with her. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene, man. And that's when uh, all shit goes down, and the uh, the smugglers have to all bust out their hidden guns. And oh, it's so great, dude. And the only guy that's not in the room is the wheelchair guy. Yeah, he's gone off and he's stealing shit on yeah. the ship. <laughs> he's just like adding shit on there. And I love how we end up seeing him. Remember when the uh, acid drops on his when leg? The acid but he, drops, but that's he can't when, uh, feel it. Uh, while the scene with the smugglers and the people are going out, the aliens decide because remember that's that that early scene where Brad Dorf has that. I moment love that scene with the alien when and they the, fight when there's three of them in that cage. Uh, no, be, before that, before that, when it's just Brad Dorf and the alien, and the alien is. Uh, Brad Dorf puts his face right to the uh, glass oh, yeah. and like kisses it yeah. and pisses the alien off and the alien shoots his little mouth right at the window yeah. and it pisses Brad Dorf off so he hits, hits the that, button hits that ni- liquid nitrogen and yeah. goes off so he remembers that too yeah. uh, because he uses it once uh, like you said there's three of them in a cage why don't you tell us what happens dude I, and I, I thought this was so great how they did this as, as far as like mm-hmm. explaining their escape yeah so there's three of them in like a, a, a impenetrable cage you know and no one thought of this no none of the scientists well i mean dude this is amazing like you know so they think that everything's fine and all of a sudden two of the three 
turn and look at one, and the one knows, like, yeah. these motherfuckers are about crying, to kill me. man, almost screaming and hissing. <clears throat> yeah, and they just fucking attack the shit out of him, and his blood melts the floor, and yeah. they fucking Prison get out, break! Dude. Oh, my God, I, I love that they... Uh, the, the girls, the girl that's with the there's a girl with like a, uh, a shaved head yeah. that's with Brad Dorf. Yeah, and, and she's her trying just to freaking stop him. Out. Yeah, she's freaking out and her breathing's getting heavy. And then I guess a couple minutes pass and Brad Dorf stupidly yeah. goes into the uh, the cell to look down at how many decks it went through. And as he's looking down, the hand comes up and grabs him yeah. and pulls him under and everything. And then we see the wheelchair guy mm-hmm. and he's wheeling through and you hear cell eight opened. Cell seven. Yeah. <laughs> they're naming them all off and everything. You know? Yeah. And uh, he gets that ass on his leg and he screams and they have that great shot. And uh, they he ends up uh, reconnecting with the group. Yeah, they put him on his back. They only kill. Remember, they kept the one military guy alive and it's that uh, that Raymond Cruz guy. He's the guy from um, from Training Day. Did you ever get your shit pushed Oh, in? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's really good in this. Yeah, too. he's great in everything. He's great he's in everything. In. Yeah. He's, a, he's a character everybody recognized. And uh, so he's alive. And then remember, Leland Orser, they end up getting Leland Orser, who is, uh, who's the guy uh, from Seven. He made me fucker, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. He's oh, the, what God, the fuck is inside dude. me? Yeah. <laughs> the guy from this movie. Ugh. But he was one of the guys that was uh, kidnapped in his cryo. And apparently they didn't get to him in time uh, with the face huggers. Yeah. And they have, no, wait. He gets the face hugger in him because remember it was one of my favorite scenes where Sigourney comes up to him and, and basically recaps and explains what's happening. Yeah, these guys kidnapped you while you were sleeping, and these guys put a monster inside of you and it is going to bust out of your chest. Yeah, and, he, and she says it so matter he's of like, factly. Any questions? And, and he's like, "Yeah, who are you?" And he says, "I'm the monster's mother." Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh, well, and there's those couple of times where he starts, uh, uh, hey. you know, and he's like, "No, no, I'm okay, I'm okay," because they, yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah, put yeah. the gun right to his head. You but know? I tell my wife, I was like, "This is Leon Orser, and he." is only in movies because he freaks out yep. better than anybody. anybody. I mean, he's a great actor, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has his moments in, like, in... Uh, seven, in for sure. Seven, for sure. In this one, where he keeps... Where they're arguing, and they're totally ignoring his question. Like, what's inside me? He yeah. must ask the question ten times yeah. until oh. he freaks out. What the fuck is inside yeah. me? Oh, God, dude. <laughs> he has that moment in Very Bad Things where he freaks out. Yeah. And, and so he's great at freaking out. And I don't know whatever happened to him. Now, where is it that the new alien comes from? That was the alien uh, that the the queen gives birth. The queen that came out of Ripley. Uh, so okay, it that's has what it was. human DNA. Yeah. So when she gives birth, it, it's almost like a partial human. It's a weird looking alien, yeah. man. A weird looking yeah. alien. I remember seeing again on the special features how they were they concentrated so much on the eyes to make it look almost human like. Yeah, and you the know? nose. It was like missing its nose. It was yeah. concave. Yeah. And it was it was really interesting. Yeah, it was creepy with that Brad Dorf thing. Well, yeah. oh god. Well, and then you know the the new alien alien kills the queen yeah the queen's yeah, yeah. like looking at it and it's like doing that animal thing where the mother will like nudge the oh, new yeah, baby yeah. And like, oh it, yeah that, just hearing brad doris says yeah that's your baby yeah, and, then, oh. and then it just it it swipes half of her yeah. face oh, off God, it was like great. yeah and he's like, no! Yeah. It, but Ripley's his real mother, I guess. That's yeah. what he thinks. Well, he jumped over one of the best scenes. One of the best scenes is where they have to go underwater, man. Oh, dude, uh, I've been waiting God. to say that, dude. That the... that leading into the the latter scene, mm-hmm. which is also one of the best yeah. scenes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That that 20 minutes is... like I remember watching it the other day, and I was like, all right, now i got to pay... I've been doing other stuff, and yeah. I was like, now i got to pay attention because yeah. this scene is great. At some point, they realize they have to go through the flooded mess hall. Yeah. 
and the the one guy from Miller's Cross is saying it's ninety feet, and they're like, "You sure about that uh, that distance?" He says, "Yeah, ninety feet." Yeah. So they they all got to take a breath. The one girl is freaking out. And yeah. I, I love how they do that. They she doesn't openly say, "I can't hold my breath," or "I don't think I'm gonna make it." We just see it all over her face. Yeah. Like, oh shit, she's gonna have a hard time. Yeah. So she holds. She's the last one to go in. I think I could make 90 feet. The, the problem is, is once they got to the 90 feet, it was sealed. Yeah. Remember? And yeah. they were like all freaking out. And it was like, it was like a membrane. Yeah. And they went above the membrane and surrounding the membrane is alien eggs. Yeah. <laughs> filled with face fuckers. Yeah. And so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to just be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Little so, face fuckers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Th- the the one black guy had already banked a shot earlier yeah. with his gun with when, the they, when they were in the mess hall. So yeah. he realizes, oh, I can bank a grenade up here and it will blow it up. Yeah. And but and so they explode the membrane. They get up. They they get enough air to like breathe it in. And one yeah. of the face hybrids immediately grabs Sigourney, mm-hmm. which is probably the best person to grab. Yeah. She's the only one that could possibly pull it off. Right. So and she goes back underwater, and there's the aliens that are in the water. The they way get the that one they girl. did the CGI yeah, the of swimming. them swimming was oh, incredible. Dude. Yeah, we didn't it get was... to see him. Sw- this is the first alien or in the only alien movie we ever got to see him swim. have you ever seen like a crocodile swim underwater probably but yeah it's dude similar to this oh my gosh yeah. almost identical the way the tail yeah. moves oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good it does man. look they like did, a crocodile tail they back, did an tail. awesome job man yeah. the, the funny thing is i like a week ago i saw a video of a croc on yeah. top of the water dude the thing was swimming like 25 yeah. miles an hour oh, like, wow. it was giant it's crazy right. so also, the the key moment to mention on this is the guy in the wheelchair is strapped to the black guy's back. Mm-hmm. The guy from CSI, and uh, they get out of the water and they get up. Ron Perlman goes up the ladder first. Well, actually, uh, Winona gets up first. Yeah. And when she goes up to the top of the thing, the guy from Miller's Crossing says, "I need your gun to get through the door. The door is sealed." Yeah. Grabs the gun. You're and says like you're far too trusting or something. Gut shot. Gut shots. Winona. Winona falls down and everyone screams and he slips through. And then, so Ron Perlman's the first on the ladder, and he's going up it. And then the the black guy is on the ladder with the uh, the guy, guy in the wheelchair his on his back, strapped yeah. to his back. And at some point, the alien jumps up and sprays the black guy, and they get turned around. Yeah. Where the uh, the guy in the wheelchair is the one holding, holding on, the ladder, and he's yeah. holding onto the black guy. And they need Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman holds on by That's his such feet, a cool shot. He goes backwards and shoots the alien in the head. Yeah. And then it sprays the guy so bad that he's he ends up. Undoing his straps himself, and falls yeah. down. One of my favorite moments from the movie, and I look forward to it every time, is when Ron Perlman kills the alien and then gets back up and comes face to face with the spider in the web. Yeah, and screams and <laughs> yeah. shoots it. <laughs> it's like that's so random, but it it, it worked. You needed no, some was. like yeah. quick, quick, funny Levity. thing that uh, yeah. that would uh, let a, uh, break the tension yeah. there, and it was really funny. And then, so they all get to the top, and then all of a sudden... Well, the, the door's locked. They can't get through. But the door opens, yeah. and uh, Winona Ryder's there, and uh, the the guy from uh, training day is like, you wearing Kevlar? You wearing body armor? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I'm wearing body armor yeah. and everything. And Sigourney's like, nah. He, he freaks he, out when yeah. he finds out she's a robot. Oh, yeah. He's like, whoa! Yeah, you're I that new... I knew they look so real! Yeah, you like, knew, you're that new model yeah. or something like uh, that. And yeah, then, I mean, he, obviously, the crew with her is, is, is freaked out and pissed. Well, and, but I mean, like... Because they can, traveled with her. I yeah, well... But he like he makes her feel belittled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, just by his amazement, though. Yeah. Like it's, it's a it's a cool little moment yeah. of, it, you, of you, character for a split second. You you realize why these robots have to keep 
hidden from being humans because yeah. they will be treated obviously like second. Like, yeah. you, you, would humans really do that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they yes. would. Yes, they <laughs> yes, would. They would. <laughs> <laughs> That's our future synthetics. <laughs> uh, so th- they all freak out and everything. And there's obviously that great scene where they come across the lab. Uh, where Sigourney goes in and she oh, sees, yeah, she sees like a creature that looks kind of like her that's begging to be killed. Kill me. Oh, God. Remember they did the South Park episode yes. of that? So Kill funny. me. <laughs> Kill me. Really great, man. Yeah. yeah, and then Ripley slips away at some point, and that's where she does that whole scene with the baby alien and everything. And- Which, again, was interesting on the uh, special features. They were talking about the relationship between mm. her and the new alien yeah. and basically said that... What they wanted to symbolize was them making love. Yeah. And they said, obviously... I love that, that scene where she falls down and she's like yeah. wrapped in the other aliens and everything. Right. And and, that, just... and and it was supposed to symbolize them breeding. Yeah. And they, they kind of said, like, we can't take it that far and have her having sex with an alien. No, no, you know no, what I mean? Like, that, but, yeah, but obviously that alien came from her. So they made it yeah. more of a motherly type thing. Yeah. But uh, we haven't talked enough about how phenomenal Sigourney's performance was in this. Oh, yeah. Because she had to be... She wasn't Ripley. No, she, she was, was dark. She was a little bit off. Yeah. But she was also retained some humor in it and everything. Like, hey, I thought you were dead. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just right. her flippant thing and how she treated, like, uh, her, how she broke things down to the Leland guy yeah. and everything when they found him. And I, I love the look. She does a lot of the looks like dogs do where they're looking at things and they're- And they're learning they're, they're and they're learning cocking their head. They're, they're head cocking. Yeah. And she does that through the whole movie mm-hmm. and everything. And even when Ona breaks it down to her, she's like, she's like you're not Ellen Ripley. Ripley. I said, you're a thing. They constructed you in a lab. Yeah. You're a science project. Right. And everything. And, well, it's like, I'm, well, at least I'm not a robot, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> at least I don't have a hole in my chest. You can semen. Uh... So yeah, then it goes down to that that little alien man getting it, its guts oh. like, like ripped out of its back from that little hole. Yeah, that, and because the, Sigourney did it herself. She cut her own hand and she threw, threw her it on the wall. At, at the wall, yeah. and then it just made that tiny I, dude, pinhole. I, I got to say, man, while that thing was sitting there getting everything sucked out of its back, like I felt bad for it. Yeah. Like there was there was an almost human scream, and then. Because of their connection, she like feels bad, yeah. and he's looking at her like, yeah. "Mom, how could you do this?" So that relationship that that's it's a fucked up relationship. But like, I I watch this thing die, and I'm like, "Man, I feel bad for that fuck." You do. It, didn't, it doesn't know any and better. It looks. You they know? made it. They they gave it a couple like puppy type elements yeah, to it, yeah. and and the look on Sigourney's face, like I really didn't want to have to do this. Yeah, but I have to do this. Yeah, obviously. no, she. Because, I mean, they're hurling to Earth. Yeah. So you got to kill this thing now before we land there. Oh God. Now yeah. the ending. The ending is so similar in the special edition to the theatrical one that I would hmm. not have probably even missed it really? if I didn't just when it ended. I was I was sitting there with my wife and the credits started rolling. I was like, I kind of don't remember that. I said I'm going to go back to the theatrical version because they're on the same disc. Yeah, and I'm going to watch the last five minutes, and it's so similar that it's weird that they would not let him do it the way they did. Hmm. So the way the theatrical one, uh, the way the theatrical one ends. Is they land? Remember, they're going through all that heat. One of my favorite Ron Perlman movies. Like, what's on fire? And the guy who's filing it says, "We are." And <laughs> yeah. Ron Perlman smiles and laughs. Yeah. And then he's like, "Whoa, you're yeah. right." <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they they land, yeah, and then he he reaches over and he kisses the uh, that uh, guy in the wheelchair yeah. on the lips, and uh, then they show Sigourney and uh, Winona walk over to the window, and they're looking out through the window, and you could see like the 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 clouds and like the dust in the air and everything, and they were like, "What do we do now?" And then she gives that line. She's like, "I don't know. I'm a stranger in this land myself." Oh yeah. And then it ends. Uh huh. How the special edition ended, they have the exact same conversation, but they're outside. They're not in the ship. They're outside on the side of a on the side of a hill, and uh-huh. they're just looking over something. And then, as they cut back, you see the Eiffel Tower in half, and all of Paris is completely destroyed. Oh wow! It's like a wasteland. A I would have much rather seen that. And then it goes to credits. So the yeah. only thing they they cut out is instead of having the conversation in the ship, they have it outside, and they're yeah. overlooking Paris. Before it was. All you saw outside was just wind and stuff. So you really? didn't see it. So it was interesting that they did the Paris one. Obviously, it's because of the director. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. is from Paris and everything, but uh, really good. Uh, all right. Now we're going to go back. So that one was 2381. <laughs> and the next one, which is obviously going to be Prometheus from 2012. Go back 300 so we're years. Like, it's like a 15 years. It's been 15 years other than the Alien versus Predator that we have done a direct franchise sequel or prequel here. So yeah. it's been 15 years. 2012 it didn't come out to. And yeah, we're going back a long time. Uh, and this is 2093, which to, to get the reference correctly, it's... Um, what are we looking at from the Alien film there? About 30 years. About 30 years before the first Alien took place is when Prometheus happens here. Yeah, I'll tell you, man, this one, I was super excited when they announced this and oh, then it was coming God. out in the theaters. Dude. And that Ridley Scott was going to do it. Like I said, I, I thought the best, what made those first four Aliens uh, great was the different directors sure. they used. Different directors, different uh, composers and everything. They all brought elements in that could be great, but... I, I like the idea that they were going to go back to the original with Ridley. I mean, Ridley's established. He's he's an Oscar winner. I mean, yeah. coming back to the franchises is really good. Well, and I love... It didn't disappoint. I love No, I was saying, and I love the theater, how they did it, you know? Yeah. I mean, with the... What was it? The Were they the creators? or Yeah, the creators. That was yeah. their, their, yeah. they it were was called? really, really great. Yeah. Uh, and the stuff they did with Michael Fassbender. I oh, loved it. Do you man. remember the, the teasers that came out before this movie was released? Oh, I don't it think I do. It was just stuff of David, who the Michael Fassbender robot, yeah. doing stuff. Like talking about the Wayland Corporation and shooting basketballs and really? making dinner, and it was like they had like six or seven teasers that you were like, "This is David. David is the new robot." Uh, oh uh, wow! That does this, and it was like so fascinating. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be incredible." Yeah, because Michael Fassbender was at the top of his game too. One of my favorite characters that Michael Fassbender has played was from Prometheus, playing the David character, which he went on to play a, a different robot in the. Uh, um, in the sequel, uh, mm. or the sequel to Prometheus, which is Alien Covenant. Uh, Prometheus is the name of the ship, obviously, right. in this, and Covenant is the name of the ship in the other Alien, which would have been interesting if they did that all the way down, like Alien Yeah, Nostromo. that would be cool, yeah. Like, if they do Nostromo, they could do that, or whatever uh, the different ships were. That would be cool. Uh, but they put a great cast together. I mean, so oh, you got yeah, Michael dude. Fassbender as David the Robot, you have uh, Charlize Theron as Wayland's daughter, uh, you have Guy Pierce as Wayland, which yeah. we never thought we were going to see, but we saw, saw him through holograms uh, at the beginning of the movie, at least. It kind of changes towards the end. We have the great Idris Elba, who always brings uh, uh, yeah, great he's shit. fantastic. The, Naomi Rapace 
who you probably didn't know her before this movie. No, I don't uh, think I did. She is the girl with the dragon tattoo, the original girl, the Swedish Oh, wow, version. interesting. So she had done the girl with the dragon tattoo for three movies and then came on to do this. And me and Dave had already seen those, so I was like, oh my God, the girl from Dragon Tattoo is going to be on this. Uh, so I was excited to see her. Who else was on it? Was anyone super famous other Danny than Danny McBride? Man? Oh, no, that's Covenant. Keep, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, wrong one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was one of the best things about Covenant. Yeah. We'll talk about <laughs> that. They had a lot of good actors on Covenant, actually. But uh, I'm trying to think of them missing any like standout ones on Prometheus. I don't think the, there's a lot of great character actors in there. There's the one guy that starts talking to that alien when they get left overnight. In the oh, thing. yeah. And that's the guy from uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, he's in Hot Fuzz, and he's from um, uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's one of the Edgar Winter guys. Huh. Uh, but, so, I'm trying to think where to begin with Prometheus. The the Prometheus, when did it, how did it well, start? Well, it starts with them on the ship, and they're, it's basically almost the same thing. They're getting a signal. I think. I think it's way before that, though. Well, this, uh, you, are you sure you're not confusing that with Covenant? Covenant, they get a signal. In this one, they're not getting a signal. In this one, they remember the cave paintings they find? Naomi yeah. Pace and her boyfriend are identifying these different hieroglyphs right. in all the different places. That, because but they're we the see, same hieroglyphs. Well, actually, the beginning is with the creators. Oh, we that's see the guy right. on the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and, right. And he's doing something. He we drinks don't that know. black liquid, and we don't really know how big he is until later on in the movie. He, yeah. he looks regular size. Yeah, and he takes that one ball and he lifts it and he drinks it. And yeah. his whole body like falls apart and yeah. goes into the water. Yeah, and he like becomes life. He was like a yeah. sacrifice. They called him the farmer. Yeah, yeah. And so from there we go to the Romeo Repray stuff with her boyfriend, and they're finding. Uh, they finally find the one. Uh, uh, they're finding pictures of these creators with those three balls in all different caves yeah. in all different like planets all around the universe. Well, they use the the planets on the on the wall to locate yeah. the planet that they're the going ultimate, to. That's the planet what it they're is. going yeah, to. They, they realize that they're all kind of like a they're all connected and letting them know it in like a map situation yeah. of where they could go to possibly find the origin of these creators of us. Of us. Yeah. And so I, very similar to the aliens, the other crew members don't really know what they're there to do. Right. Remember when they're when they're all grouped together and they wake up from cryo and everything. And uh, we we also get to see a little bit of David before they wake up. He's a little creepy. He's dude. a little creepy. He's a little fucking creepy, he's, dude. He's he's watching people dream. Yeah. Oh, and that's he, right. And he gets off on it really because he, you see him put the helmet on and he's going from person to person, so mm-hmm. he knows everything about because Naomi Rapace is having. Um, She's having uh, memories of her dad mm-hmm. uh, and growing up with her dad, and her dad's placed uh, played by the guy from Hard Candy. Do you remember mm. Hard Candy? I don't. Uh, what else was he in? Insidious. He's a dad from Insidious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got you. Uh, he was also in The Watchmen. Uh, so he played the dad in this. And, uh, it's uh, Patrick and Wilson. Patrick Wilson, yeah. yeah. And uh, David knows all about him, which is really creepy later on because he, he actually she actually says something to her. Yeah. And she says, how did you know that? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I've been watching you dream, man. Ugh. Creepy. So we get to see him do a bunch of elements and everything, but when he groups them all together, he plays... Uh, well, Charlize gets up because it's Charlize's ship. Right. And she plays like a recorded message from Wayland, old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, you didn't, I don't think I even knew it was Guy Pierce. No, until, I don't think I did either. Until the end of the movie, I think, oh, or probably the credit sequence or something, did I realize it was Guy Pierce because he's got heavy makeup on. And he's explaining, hey, I've always been trying to find uh, how a way to uh, to find everlasting life and to uh, to further my research with how we got here and where we're going and everything. And then he kind of uh, 
uh, introduces uh, the Romeo Pace and her husband character who are going to get up and explain to the crew what's going on. Right. And basically explains, hey, we find all these cave paintings. They all uh, show this one image. They're all bringing us to the same place. And that's where we're going. Yeah. So we're going to see it. And as far as they know, there's nothing kind of nefarious or alien-like that's going to be there. Right. Until they get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they all get there. And we get to, obviously, we get to, to kind of discover the crew. That The one uh, red-headed guy is kind of a badass and he's yeah. got all the tattoos on him. He's a biologist and uh, uh, all great character actors because they all have that unique look that you can just spot them like, oh, that's the Asian guy that's that's uh, piloting the ship. And, yeah. Yeah, the one, uh, the one woman that uh, goes down with them too is one of the main characters. Uh, so they end up getting onto the, uh, the planet they get on these rovers. They all these winds are picking up. They like, don't we want to do this first thing in the morning? He's like, no, let's go there at night. Let's yeah. go do this. Sounds yeah. smart to me. Yeah. <laughs> An unknown planet that we've never been to they're before. Heading, they're heading just... to a mountain, and they announce, you know, that mountain is hollow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where they're heading, and they go in there, and they realize once they go in there, they. Uh, do you remember the mapping system they have with the ball? The probes. He throws the ball yeah, up, and it dude. just flies so across fucking the whole cool, cave man. and it maps it out and so back on the ship they can see how the whole how it's constructed yeah and they end up they they have the ability i don't know if they they have the ability to see what happened there previously because remember they see the big guy's body one well, of the creator's bodies on the ground missing his head yeah they yeah. they they have the ability to see what happened through him they yeah, like yeah. they like turn his head on basically and, and they're able to see well, that, his memories yeah and we're watching it play out because remember we're watching him run down that hallway and then he falls in the uh the door cuts his head off yeah and his head's preserved under a helmet on the other side so they bagged the head up yeah they're like hey we gotta bring this back yeah and uh two guys were freaked out before that and they were like uh no, we're leaving now. We're biologists. This obviously has to do with freaking alien creatures. We're not here for this. Or he's like, I'm a geologist. I'm, I don't see any fucking rocks here, yeah. so I'm going, I'm going back to the ship. Who's going with me? And the guy from Hut Fuzz is like, I'm going with you. Yeah. And they end up getting lost. And they're the ones, people that didn't make it back to the ship. Everyone yeah. else that stayed ends up making it back to the ship, and then the storm gets so wicked that they have to be left behind and spend the night. Well, back. yeah, because there's that... It, I can't remember if it's right after they spend the night and they're coming back or if it's when they're... Right before, but that storm's coming in, yeah. and I think it's like a blizzard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they like, just make it back, yeah. and then they, they're waiting for it to clear, so they tell the guys, you're going to have to spend the night there, yeah. we can't come back. Oh, that'd be creepy as and, fuck. Oh, God. It was the two guys that were too scared to stay in the first place, yeah. so it just made it worse. <laughs> and then I I always thought it was weird, the one, one's the geologist and one's the biologist, and uh, when they first see the alien in the water, mm-hmm. it pop its head up like a periscope, yeah. very similar to the... Uh, like the trash compactor alien from Star Wars, the first Star Wars. Oh, yeah. In the water and everything. <laughs> yeah. And the one guy who's just, he's, he's acting like Brad Dorff from Alien Resurrection. Oh, you're cute. You're yeah. all right. You're yeah. good. You're good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it attaches to his arm. Yeah. And then it just goes up. I can't get it off. I can't get it off. And then it goes into his chest. Mm-hmm. And then you see it go into his, like, his, uh, his dome. Yeah. Because they're all wearing these, like, domes and everything. And it goes around him and everything. And he's screaming and the other guy's freaking out. And then it just cuts. Yep. We don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, and um, how was your night? Yeah, <laughs> I just get laid though. Uh, I just and uh, and Charlize have kind of like a moment. We get to see that uh, Charlize Theron, being the captain, who who doesn't seem uh, she's got kind of daddy issues. Yeah, she's not very happy with her dad. Yeah, and she's uh, she's got her own lifeboat. Is her like living facility? Mm-hmm. So you really that's where it kicked me. Is like, oh, they're gonna have to escape in that yeah. like, <laughs> uh, cushy little uh, pad that she's got at some point. 
and they realize something is going on back at the uh, under the mountain. They, they obviously they've uh, they've they've taken the head out. They attached the things to the head, and remember it ended up blowing up. They yeah, putting it into the thing and just blew up and everything. Uh, <clears throat> but they got the uh, the alien. Uh, well, they hear something outside the ship. Remember, mm-hmm. they open up the door, yeah, and they don't realize what it is, and it's the the redheaded guy. But he's he's kind of weird on the ground. And remember, his legs are like over his shoulders. That's right. Yeah, and he just looks up, and his head is like elongated, and he's become something else. And he just starts attacking yeah. people on the deck and killing everybody. And they have to come out and like uh, and like start burning them and everything. Remember, That's Charlie right. comes out with a flamethrower mm-hmm. uh, and everything. And during this whole time, David's just being shady as shit. Oh yeah, dude. Because when he was in the cave, remember he stole some of the stuff. St- well, he stole one of the um, one of the uh, containers. Yeah, that had like the a, eggs in it. And it had like this weird, like, um, they were like black worm-like creatures or something. It was like this weird viscous kind yeah. of Yeah, so apparently those um, those eggs were sitting in there, and they weren't going to produce anything until the atmosphere was disturbed. Yeah. And once they opened the door, it disturbed the atmosphere. That's right. And that's what started, like, the chain reaction of them. He, he's nefarious from the start, too, because oh, once yeah. he gets back... He taints Naomi Rapace's boyfriend's drink. Yep. Remember, and, and it, he wakes up and he does it to a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, at first, he does it to the he does it to um to his drink, and then that night he gets infected, has sex with Naomi yep. Rapace, and yep. she's got something in her stomach now. But he, I remember, remember him looking in the mirror in the morning, and it comes off of his eyeball. Yeah. And starts moving around yeah. like a worm. Oh, it's creepy like, as fuck. And dude. he's trying to say he's all right, and he's not all right. Not and he all gets right. bad quick. Remember, yeah. they got to try to get him back to the ship when they come back in, and then Charlie's won't let him on, and then he's begging to be sh- killed by the flamethrower. She, yeah. she flames him up and everything, and they, and then uh, we realize, man, Naomi's got something in her and yeah. david reveals it to her too mm-hmm. and it's like uh gives her like uh, a shot and she doesn't completely go out and she drags herself to charlise's uh kind of uh she's got one of those um it's like a it's like a, a med doc yeah it's like a med doc it can just can, do surgeries like that yeah she puts herself into the tube yeah and whatever your surgery is yeah but it's not set up for females and everything and she wants to basically give herself a chest abortion yeah basically and she goes in there and she has to recalibrate it and she's like freaking out at the uh, time she got to recalibrate calibrated calibrated yeah. <laughs> for like a, just a foreign body in her like abdomen yeah and then oh, man this is a great scene Oof. so she lays down in this thing and you see the laser come up and it slices her up and like almost like those fun machines that you grab the toys out of and, like, <laughs> Perkins yeah. goes into her stomach on, like operation claw machine. style yeah. and just claws the thing out yeah. and she's still and then while it's taking out its tail is flipping and yeah. it's, it's like stapling her up and everything and then she's got to try to lower the thing and slide out before it gets out oh it was such a great scene yeah the, the, the best part is when she drags her bloody body back and david sees that she lived through it and she's like fuck you yeah you're not taking me back with an alien inside oh, me god i got this sucker out of the shock on his face was amazing man yeah and then yeah that's when shit just goes goes crazy man. yeah congrats we have an alien yeah congrats like, we got an alien and it's really bad and you know. it's, it's not going to get worse and then they've got to deal with the creators you yeah. know because then they end up uh, uh they get back david gets back to the ship and wakes up 
this is the big kind of reveal in the movie yeah. that we thought Guy Pierce was a hologram and long dead. Yeah. But he was in cryo hoping to meet the creator sometime. That was kind of the plan. You find the creators, you wake me up, I bring my crippled ass over there, maybe they'll give me everlasting life right, or whatever. Yeah. And they ended up going to this one section where um, where the one guy died and the other guy was kind of frozen in his thing. And they wake him up mm-hmm. thinking, hey, this guy's going to be so happy that we woke up. <laughs> He's going to give us all the stuff we want. Yeah. And little did I know, this guy is just, we're like an ant yeah. in, in his way. Yeah. And he kills he kills as many people as he can. And then he starts like setting up this ship to go back. And I remember when that the great scene where Naomi Rapace is like screaming at Charlize and Idris, and they were like, "We got to get off this thing." He says, "No." He says, "You got to deal with this problem right now, or there will be no Earth yeah. to go to." Well, so and don't you kind of find out that basically they came to Earth and they created us, but mm-hmm. then they found that like we weren't what they wanted. Yeah. So they released the aliens yeah, to yeah. like wipe us out. So you come to find out that the aliens are like a plague, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, it's like a plague. Yeah, that's, like that's set it, us, and the, the creators are just just another link in evolution that's way above us. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're you know in previous movies, like you said, they 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 do like the DNA structure, mm-hmm. and they say it's like the perfect organism, yeah, like, yeah. and so the creators <laughs> literally when they when they that's re- their pets basically. Yeah, no, when <laughs> yeah. they realize, like, hey, we made a mistake, we need to wipe this place out and yeah. start anew, yeah. they go and release the fucking aliens on people, yeah. like, or whatever species they've just, you know, created to take over this planet. Like, it's crazy. Oh, and, and, man. And, and, and the aliens, or the whoever was, uh, I'm assuming there were humans that killed these creators off at some point, chopped the head off, mm-hmm. got away with it, kept them from uh, taking off in that ship, and then here here comes a bunch of stupid humans not realizing what the hell they're doing, right. and they just they undo everything that they have done to create uh, to. Uh, keep the creators from like taking over and uh, killing well, everybody. Well, because the but... creators thought we were dead. Yeah. They, they never came back to Earth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they thought we were gone, but yeah. one of them ends up getting either a message or a, a ship yeah. and taking off. Yeah. And, and that's when it kind of, you know, and I won't jump to the next movie, but yeah, yeah. that's like the bridge between the next yeah. movie, right? David like, David loses his head. The android loses his head at some yeah. point. And remember, uh, and the ship is taking off, and you don't realize that the, the part of the mountain above them where the flat ground above them is opens up so yeah. the ship can take off. So that great scene where Naomi Rapace is like jumping over the gaps yeah. just to get farther out and farther out and basically has to talk Idris Elba into using his ship to run into the alien ship when he, when That's he takes right. off. Yeah. He's like, you got to kill this thing. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And he, he, the other two guys, everyone in movies is so willing to die, man. Like, I'll stay with you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, if that. you're on an alien planet and you're in the middle of something and you yeah. realize that like whatever happens, this thing's going to go back and wipe out all the earth i'd like to think i made the right would make the right decision but i'd almost want to be on the planet with naomi and david trying to figure this shit out so that it happens she yeah. runs into the ship the uh, uh he runs into the ship it well, blows everything i thought up. Charlize was the one who hit it i it, i think it no it was um was it no, she got squashed remember uh the uh, Idris uh, is on the ship and blows in it. She takes off in her life pod, yeah, and then lands on the uh, on the planet. And remember, her and Naomi are running together. And when oh. the alien ship crashes to the ground, it teeters and then falls over, and it falls right on Charlie. Oh damn! Her. I forgot about yeah, that. I thought squ- she made it through. Spoiler no, alert: yeah, she's, <laughs> she squishes, gets squashed on the planet. 
Such a shame. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Charlie. And then Naomi uh, lived through it. And then you could hear David talking to her through her helmet. Says, "You have to come get me, and you can turn me on, and I can help you get off the ship." And yeah. everything. It takes more than one to uh, to run that lifeboat and everything. And she knows she can't trust this motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, this motherfucker was gonna freeze her and bring her back with the alien inside her. Right. And she had to go against him. So. She reluctantly goes along with it and everything, and that's basically where the movie ends. Well, they just—he uh, wants to go home, yeah. and she's like, "No, I'm I'm going to yeah, where this they is where were. I'm, I'm going, gonna because yeah. there's some kind of track yeah, that where they, they find came coordinates yeah, or yeah, something." Yeah. And so, because she wants to know if they created us. Who created them? Yeah, yeah. So, so they want to go, go to the next, and, you know. So and we left the theater pumped, man. Dude, we I thought like, it was so yeah, good. I was like, man. this was great, man. Yeah. And I, I've watched it several times. I've probably seen it ten times. And uh, then we jump into Alien Covenant, man. Yeah. I was I was just as excited to see this movie, man. And I was unbelievably disappointed when it came out. Now, when I rewatched it again, I warmed up. I usually do. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll warm up to a movie a little bit uh, more. I uh, something pissed me off about it or something. Well, your and, expectations and it, aren't set as high the second it, time. It definitely was the the least. Uh, uh, exciting one of the bunch. Yeah. It, it really was. It had its moments in it for sure, and we'll talk about some of those moments. But in the storyline, this takes place. What are we looking at? Eleven years later, right? And and it actually goes to the planet where where Naomi and David go to. So this is the one where they uh, they are basically a passenger ship, and they've got two thousand people on board, and they're looking for a place to colonize, almost That's similar right. to like Battlestar Galactica in that aspect, where they're just kind of looking for a place, a new Earth, you know, a place that can sustain life, that has water, that has plants, where they can grow, and it's all great. And uh, at the very beginning of the movie, we the captain that's supposed to be uh, uh, captaining the ship ends up dying, and uh, in we only get to see who it was in video. Do you remember who it was? I don't. It's James Franco. No shit. He's in video, like, as the girl's boyfriend, and we're going to do this, and we're going to find this land and everything, and he ends up dying, and we don't get to see him die. And he's just dead, and we see him in the flashback on the thing. So I don't know if, uh, because I know he's really good friends with Danny McBride. Maybe he got him as part of this, or maybe maybe he was one of the producers. I don't know. But Billy Crudup had to take over. So it wasn't uh, really his crew that was like really kind of gung ho on his side. They were right. they, this was James Franco's crew that uh, Crudup had to like. Uh, and I love Billy Crudup, but a lot of great people. You know who's in this movie hmm. that I didn't realize? Jesse Smollett. I know that name. That's the black guy that put the noose around his neck that said he was attacked on the street. Oh, that's right. The guy from Empire. Yeah, I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I had ever even seen a movie with him in it. I only knew him as the Empire guy. And then I'm watching it, and I'm watching the credits, and I was like, Jesse Smollett, I know that name. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's the noose guy. Yeah, he doesn't have any career or life anymore. No. He's done. Hopefully he had some money. Uh, Danny McBride, though, I love Danny McBride in this. He brought a little bit. He wasn't. I mean, and people think when you get Danny McBride, you're going to get Kenny Powers. And yeah. No, no way at all. No, he had some he, comedy, he a, but he was not a character. Much. He had as much comedy as maybe Yafak Koto had in the yeah, first Yeah, like one. two jokes. Yeah, yeah. You know that what I mean? Was it. And he wore yeah. his cowboy hat, and he was, yeah. was he Dallas or uh, Denver, Tennessee. Colorado? Tennessee. Tennessee. There was somebody named Colorado in it, too, wasn't there? Um, I think there was a couple different states. I think that's, uh, I think that's uh, Zombieland. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. I knew he had, definitely had a state name. Yeah. So Billy Crudup has to kind of take over and everything, and they get like a a beacon or a distress call from this planet. Yeah, and and it never turns out well. <laughs> they already have a planet set, you know, that they're going to. Right. But 
the plant they got set, and that's what happened to James Franco. He died in his cryotube. Because remember, once they they get out of the cryotubes and they realize that they're still like seven years off or something like that, and they uh-huh. find this other planet, right. which they wouldn't even have to go back in their cryotubes. Right, for. yeah. But because Franco died in the cryotubes, they were like, none of us are too keen on going back into the cryotubes. Right. So maybe this new place that looks like it can sustain life is just as good as our original place. Well, yeah. They should have stuck with the original place. Well, I think the, the signal says that it's like a paradise. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's da- that's David trying to get them to yeah. the planet and oh, everything. So fucked so, up. So, when they, and they have their own robot themselves. His name is Walter. Is it Walter? I think it's Walter. I'll have to check and see. Yeah, check and see what Michael Fassbender's dubbed as because he played both characters. Walter and David. Yeah, yeah. Walter and David. So, and Walter is even a newer model. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't have the nefarious kind of. Yeah, no, he's on the David he's does. on the level. Though. He's on the level. Yeah. He, he's kind of like what Bishop is. To right. Them. Yeah. I'm here to help you. I'm your humans, and I can take care of you. And he's he's basically the science officer. So when they get to the planet. And everything looks right, you know? Yeah. Also, Damien Bitcher is in this. He's the one who plays uh, um, Mexican Bob from uh, from Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great in a bunch of different... He was on Weeds for a while. He was the, the kind of the Pablo Escobar character. Uh, I always loved him in a bunch of different stuff. And uh, when they get to the planet, it looks great. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Annihilation yeah, that planet. Yeah, they're walking in those fields, and the wheat is there. Oh, such a and, good movie, uh, man. That's another movie that uh, not a, pe- a lot of people have seen. And they definitely, I don't think Dave's seen it. I need to lend him that. It's so a good great. One. It's, it, I've only seen it the once, and I need to rewatch it because it was. Uh, this, uh, I might have some bought it. Serious depth to that movie that you oh, need to watch three or four viewings. I bought seven. Tenant the other day, by the way. Oh, nice. Seven yeah, bucks. That's, that's it's still deal, on man. demand for twenty dollars, and I bought it for seven. Yeah, bucks I got it for. Box. I found it on eBay. Someone was selling it for five, and I was like, done. I'll buy it. Yeah, I have to own that movie. Any of those complicated movies I know I'm going to watch over and over again. So once they realize this planet's sustainable, they're all like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, th- there are a couple of people like like the the main girl. She's like, I don't know about this. I said, this isn't what we planned on. This is not what we researched. And he's like, hey, I, we got to make the best plan. We'll go here. We'll see how it is. If it's great, we'll stay. <laughs> and they get there and immediately on the planet, there's elements that, uh, and this was kind of what was confusing. There's there's so many elements that aren't just the aliens anymore. Yeah, it's the mist that's there in was, the air there that was gets in his ear. A, yeah, there was almost a little too much going on. Yeah, and and it made the because I did too. I I enjoyed it. Like I remember. Yeah. I remember it wasn't like I got out and I hated it. No, no, no. And I saw it in the theater, and I remember leading up to me going to see it, hearing reviews of people just being yeah. like, "Oh, it's terrible, it's awful." And I walked out going, "It wasn't what I hoped that it yeah. would be, but it, it was all right." Yeah. You know. Now I just look for it because I know how I am that it, maybe on second viewing because I can find great stuff. I don't, I don't absolutely hate many movies. Yeah. You know, because there's always great elements in it, or there's a great actor in it, or, or something's good about no, it. No, I can be honest. If if I had three hours to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'd probably enjoy it the second time. I wasn't alluding to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that you brought it up. <laughs> My mom's seen it like five times. Yeah. I haven't seen it since the theater. No, and that, it, was, it was a good movie. Yeah. I just, I, I was hoping for something else. That's, that's and a why. A lot of times, that, and it's happened to me, man, in movie theaters, something hits me wrong, yeah. or, or one thing, and I'm like, well, that's stupid, and I just can't get it out of my head, yeah. and, and then it just piles on and piles on and piles yeah. on, and I'm like, I don't even want to be. Three hours later, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, in my I mean, it's a little life. different when it's like that long. That <laughs> yeah. that alone will will send you off <laughs> on a rant for sure. But uh, so once they get there, and I love how they when they see the wheat, they're like, Why is there wheat here? Right, and they're like wondering what's going on, and then all of a sudden you see this cloaked guy just like come in and uh, save them, uh, because remember they're like I said, there's there's these weird 
elements like someone steps on like one of the plants and the elements go in the air yeah yeah it's it like pollen weird it, it, it's like um it's like fungus you yeah, know how they like have a, those yeah, those yeah. um they're like little exploding mushrooms yeah. and when you kick them yellow yeah, dust goes everywhere and, and it goes in one guy's ear and i think yeah. it goes in another guy's nose, nose and they immediately get fucked up yeah fucked up fucked up yeah like they bring them back onto the boat once again no one understands yeah. quarantine what in this the fuck? fucking movie and even uh you even hear uh uh, Danny McBride saying, "Is this a quarantine type of deal?" Yeah, and they bring him on. It's not the ship ship because Danny McBride is always up on the ship ship above the uh, the planet, and right. down below there's another ship where the medvac is and everything. So once the people get infected, uh, they bring the one pale white guy onto the uh, the ship, and remember they're both in the med thing with it, and yeah. then it starts coming out of his back. Yeah, it's different. It doesn't come out of his chest, and he's got like the alien looks completely different. They they just went really crazy off uh, off kilter from what we're supposed to believe right. that the alien movie that hasn't even happened yet. I mean, you got to be a little cohesive with what's going to happen in eleven years from now or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, and so, but it was some good stuff. Obviously, I, I've the one woman freaks out and locks the 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 black chick into the uh, the med room with the guy. Yeah, who it's coming out of his chest and and then. She, she gets out and she's like, "Sorry, I got to keep the room sealed. I can't let you out." And she's freaking out and everything. And at some point, when the uh, the black girl gets taken down, she goes in there stupidly and she gets taken yeah. out. Yeah. Now everything's infected and everyone's just fucked up. Well, one of the 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 things that I really saw coming, and I think most people saw coming, right when David got there and Walter's there at the same point, and we almost immediately. Once Walter and David meet each other, yeah. they have that great scene where they're blowing the flute together and he's teaching them and everything and they're kind of waxing intellectual back and forth. Before that scene started, we get we see uh, the the David character who had been like a recluse, his hair's down. He cuts his hair. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, you know he's going to yeah, take the place of David exactly, at some point. You right? know he's going to take the place of Walter, Walter at yeah. some point. And that's exactly what happens, yeah. man. And, and you could see it a mile away. And that might have been my biggest problem with the movie is they didn't, they weren't clever enough to keep that from us. Yeah. Uh, and everything. Because we see him kill him with that flute at some point. We see him kill David, but David doesn't completely, or Walter, and then Walter doesn't completely die. Yeah. He just comes back as him. Uh, but what David does to Billy Crudup, remember, he, he takes him into the, the, um, the egg kind of hatchery uh-huh. and everything, and he's like, "Oh, this is this is what we're here for." He says, "It's beautiful. Go go in there and take a good look." Yeah, and they kind of ruined this on the trailer too. We see Billy, Billy Crudup go up to the egg, and then we see the uh, face fucker. We're <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it. Yeah, <laughs> and then it just wrapped around him, and obviously it, it it's infected him now. And uh, there was just it, there were too many elements from the other Alien movies. You well, know? and uh, yeah, no, there were, and, and also uh, like. You come to find out that David basically starts to feel as though he's God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's created mm-hmm. this, everything that they're wondering where this came from, yeah. he's created. I mean, and, he did, too. I mean, he is responsible well, for, for what's happening. But doesn't, didn't he end up, like, implanting the girl that survived that remember the he no, was like, Naomi girl? Yeah, that yeah. was like, you know, um she had to leave with him but she knew she couldn't trust him. Yeah, yeah. And they were on that planet together. Yeah. He kills her. Yeah. For sure. I'm not sure what he did with her. I think he created the alien through her. 
Oh, really? I guess that makes sense. I that think makes that's sense how they he, became he would the need, He would need a human host. Yeah, I'm almost positive yeah. that's what he did. He that found, aspect of the Alien movies is always interesting He to found me a way that, to like feed her the black liquid. Yeah. And, the and, black liquid. See, that's what it's become, though. That's what's it's interesting. And I, I, can get, I can wrap my head around it and everything that there's other elements that are kind of uh, part of this universe that aren't just simply uh, eggs and face fuckers. But, right. Uh, <laughs> but but the, the black mist is something that you had to you had to wrap your mind about. You Like you said, it's kind of like a fungus. Okay, it can yeah. get into your orifices. Right. And, and that, But it got through that guy's ear, and then he got on the boat, and then something jumped out of his uh, back. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a creature for sure. Yeah. And uh, I love We don't really get to see a full-grown alien until like the last yeah. 20 minutes of the yeah. movie. And it's good, too, because we get to see it like a... Um, Tennessee, Danny McBride's character comes down in that like uh, that. Um, I guess it was a rest- rescue uh, modulator or something. Mm. And remember, he's like, "I'm looking right at him. He's yeah. right on top. Yeah. He's I'm looking. I've got eyes on him. Yeah. And he's trying to bust his head through uh, Danny McBride's kind of ship and everything. Right. Yeah. And then he ends up putting him into the afterburners and shoots him and like continuously one element after another that we've seen before yeah, and everything. And yeah. then, then it kind of culminated on the whole idea that, oh my God, is it really David? Is it really Walter? He said, yeah, we couldn't figure that one out. Yeah. And she didn't have any inkling of it because that was the fun part of it that I, at least they gave us that that we obviously knew that they made a, there was a switch done but he, he doesn't reveal that the switch done until he puts her in her cryo tube yeah. which is kind of dickish remember I mean he's just staring down at her and everything and she, she figures it out she calls him uh, she calls him David and everything and he reacts to her and then does the, the finger on the lips yeah. thing and just, oh god who, who knows where it's going to go from there I mean because like I said they, they could make a sequel to Covenant for sure that takes place someplace in those in those like what is it nine years is that what we're looking at yeah here? I think so six uh, yeah six plus seventeen carry years the twelve carry the two seventeen eighteen <laughs> seventeen years. eighteen years yeah you would if you were gonna do an, uh, a um, sequel to Covenant it would have to be pretty soon after that I would be more interested if they left that alone and they just did the uh, sequel after Alien Resurrection in my opinion because you could bring and we're in a time period now we're bringing back celebrities or stars for their for their original franchises are yeah. big. I mean, look at Bill and Ted's and everything. Yeah. You're telling me Sigourney Weaver wouldn't want to come back oh one more time? Oh my gosh, dude. And everyone would go see it. They, If you think of the end of Alien Resurrection, regardless of which ending you uh, watched, it still left Sigourney Weaver and Winona Ryder alive. If, if you announced tomorrow that they were coming out with a Sigourney uh, Weaver and Winona Ryder new Alien sequel that takes place after Resurrection, it would be huge. Yeah. Huge. That's what every Alien fan wants. That or just a, a straight-up reboot because the the timeline kind of hinders you now. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you have to either branch out to a different universe, and I think that's what they thought Alien vs. Predator was going to do, and it didn't really do it as much as well as they thought. It was good to see. I, I feel like with and I'll and I'll talk more about it when we do our Predator pod. But very similar with um, with Alien versus Predator, I, I felt with Jason versus Freddy. Eh, we got to see him together. Yeah, that's I, <laughs> you know? that's what it's about. Yeah, you it's know? like yeah, we got to see him together. Yeah, but. the only the only one missing is RoboCop versus Terminator. Yeah, I yeah, mean, no, come on, which, man, I, that could still happen. No. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> come with me if you want to live. So I'm looking here, um, and it says. So you were talking about Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Weaver coming back. Now I don't know if this if she's going to be in this. She's one. wrapped up in twelve Avatar movies, apparently. Well, that and <laughs> you know, and I, I'm guessing she's going to make a return in the Ghostbusters. She's like seventy. She's, she's got to like, make a return. She's like seventy 
two right now or something. Is she too. really? She's check her age up. I think she's pretty. I think she's up there, man. Well, either way, she's been around for a long time, though. The word now is is they're set to release on October fifteenth, twenty twenty one. A new happen. a new alien film. Now this was in. They'll sep- push that to twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean this was in September. Yeah, yeah. Like this, you know, a few yeah, months yeah. ago. So I could- still think that they're pushing everything now. They just pushed. They just pushed the Bond movie for the third time. Oh, just release it. Yeah. And, well, it it all depends because. Uh, I guess Alien Covenant must have taken over after the George Lucas kind of uh, deal went down because Disney owns the Alien franchise That's right, now. yeah. So I would think that they, they are big into the tentpole movies. You would think they would want to come up with a new one. I'm, yeah. I would get, if you could get James Cameron on board to oh. do one, I mean, it's it's an automatic winner. You're never going to get Fincher on board after he was treated so yeah, poorly. No shit. So that ain't going to happen. Maybe you could get the Jean-Pierre guy, and I'd be completely happy with that. I mean, it would make sense. You would think they would, it, he would probably help to get Sigourney back, but I don't know. Yeah. I love it though. It'd be awesome. It'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. Franchises. Yeah. If you haven't realized that, if we've put in like two hours yeah. <laughs> on six movies, <laughs> we love these movies. And we're yeah. going to be talking Predator in two weeks. Which that, I that's, can't that's, fucking wait that's for. That's another great franchise. I can't wait to go back and uh, watch too. And it's, it's it's a fun one, man. We'll tie it in. We'll start with Alien versus Predator and tie it in. Yeah, we could probably. I want to uh, get that timeline right. I want to yeah. see what the timeline works out. Uh, to well, be. I mean, I know for a fact that it has to be pre, uh, like, Pre all of these, yeah. because the fact is, is that, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, there. yeah, we'll yeah. There. The fact is, is that they're <laughs> on Earth and they're doing an expedition when they discover the alien on That's Earth. That's true. So they probably when they made that movie, and I think it was like what, 2000, 2002. Oh yeah, no, they I mean, didn't know Prometheus, how they were going to connect. Yeah, Prometheus it, all that. and Covenant and all they that. Probably would have done anything stuff do a little it. differently, but yeah. All right, so it's starts starting to rain out here again, and we we've uh, we've kept you guys locked in on this alien conversation for so long. <laughs> We're gonna end it there, but next week, next week we got me and Dave coming back for some Brian De Palma. Man, I've been enjoying watching some great Brian De Palma. Two of which I haven't watched since they for like twenty years, and I forgot how fucking phenomenal it was. Blowout and Phantom at the Paradise is so good. Huh. So I look forward to talking to everyone about that next week, and then me and Justin come back for some Predator, and then after that we're gonna do our wild cards. We'll probably do me and Dave's first because we'll have finished yours uh, the Predator one then we'll go to Dave and then me, me and you will do one Hell yes. and then we got some Method Actresses coming up so we got a bunch of stuff coming up here in uh, 2021 a better life for everybody <laughs> um, if you want to get a hold of us you can check us out on Facebook where you can see all our pictures for upcoming uh, pods and uh, you can uh, leave us a message there or you can shoot us a message on uh, at our email account which is uh, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com or you can leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms SoundCloud or iTunes and we will get back to after that hell yes they mostly come out at night mostly (laughs) (laughs) I almost want to end it there but I guess we'll say goodbye (laughs) so until next week see ya peace face fuckers (laughs) (laughs) guess you don't like the cornbread either